welcome back to another episode of the System Podcast. The boys and I sat down on the 3rd of October to film this one and I'd be lying if this wasn't my favourite. It is quite controversial and we exposed a number of key characters in this industry. Simo got a very strong mention and we basically exposed his shady marketing, the way he deletes tips on Instagram stories and claims to be a super profitable punter despite not actually having publicly accessible results. He wasn't the only tipsers that we mentioned. We actually mentioned a couple of new players in this game who are basically combining sex and gambling with OnlyFans in an attempt to suck in desperate Australian punters without actually having any public results. We are tracking the paid results as well as any free tips that are sent out by these services on our own spreadsheets and we'll be releasing those to anyone who wants them. If you have any other service who you believe is not profitable and claims to be, please send us a DM and we'll we will also track their results. We had to mention Brennan Favola on this podcast as well with his new collaboration with Bet Nation, which is genuinely disgusting. Once again, Nathan Brown, Brennan Goddard, Georgie Parker, and Daisy Thomas got a mention and we threw out a challenge to them. Finally, we spoke about how your betting accounts are an absolute goldmine and why every punter in Australia should be using theirs smarter and more efficiently and why spring is genuinely Christmas for anyone who wants to learn how to use their betting accounts. All relevant links are in the description of both Spotify and YouTube. And once again, if you have any questions for us, feel free to leave a comment or contact us directly on any of our social media channels or through our website. We hope you guys get something out of this one. Uh, well, welcome back, lads. Um, second time at filming this podcast. We actually filmed this podcast last week. But JP forgot to basically make sure the cameras were working. So this is the second time around. But yeah, welcome back to everyone. This is our fifth podcast that we have done now. Um, it's been a couple of months since we've done our last one. But there's been a lot that has changed. A lot's happened. Obviously, we've launched a new website. That's really exciting. There's been a lot of time and effort that's gone, got put into that website. And we think it's made you know probably just a better experience all around for everyone involved. For all the members, for, for even the community, there's a lot of free content on there. You don't even need to sign up. You can just go through the website and you can get a lot of free education and hopefully improve your, your gambling in that sense there. But as well as that, obviously, it's spring has come around now. You know, we're about a month into spring, so that's really exciting. We'll touch on, you know, how valuable your accounts are at this point. But first, I suppose we could probably start off with talking just about a bit about match betting in general um, and sort of just some stories about where we came from as a match betting, you know, in the match betting industry, I suppose, and some some sort of fun, interesting stories. But yeah, welcome, guys. How are we doing? Welcome back. Very Second good. part two of fuck up last week, basically. I'll put my hand up for that. We've got to format two of the cameras, memory cards. So 86 minutes filmed and 10 minutes actually filmed. Well, all of mine was filmed. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> the important part. But that's all good. Spring's here as well. We're in the middle of spring, which is elite, best time of the year by far. Yes. But um, as Steve alluded to, obviously, we're going to be talking about you know where we came from, match betting wise, and some of the uh, stories and things that led us to where we are now. Um, and I obviously know a lot of these stories that JP has, but I think JP's might be the most entertaining by far. So do you want to give us maybe your best match betting experience or your best? month on match betting or your best you know period of time that you were a match better when you were doing yeah. it super heavily yeah so um started my match betting journey in 2014 um and then probably started to really hone in on it um 2016 to 19 and then again sort of 19 20 um towards the back end of 19 but my best ever period was definitely the world cup 2018 literally fucking piss take um and you'd know about this time because you were 
getting the rewards while you were on holiday in Europe, I think. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the numbers from that, there was a promotion going with the early payout on soccer. So all World Cup matches, if your team led at halftime, no matter what the margin was or whatever happened at the end of the match, your halftime payout would, would happen on your head to, on your win draw win market. So for example, you could have $500 on a $7 team playing against like fucking Germany or something who's a favorite. And if Mexico led at halftime, you would get paid out $3,500. That was an actual game. Yeah, that's right. Correct. Yeah. One yeah. nil Mexico yeah, won that match. Yeah. Um, that was an early payout. Um, and for example, like you're not gambling. It was obviously ways in which we teach you how to manipulate those promotions. But the key thing to understand was it wasn't capped. So you could put an unlimited amount on the, any team. And if they led at halftime, you get paid out. So I made t- only 20K. And now I know that sounds dumb, but like people would have made 100K during that time. Oh, well, if you had like basically if you had accounts and you had unlimited yeah. money you could have made well, there's no if you could just add zeros to your yeah. bets like it would have been a fucking fill yeah. up and people listening to this are probably thinking like what a load of shit that's bullshit whatever but and and this is what we say like match betting isn't like it is yeah it's probably hard now. to grasp because there's nothing that exists like that now a promotion like that now would have a max 200 and yeah, that would two, be like maybe three other. bookies if you're lucky i think like blue bet neds and some other company do an early payout for the for the afl similar to that but with soccer it was just a lead so like it wasn't a lead by two, lead by three goals, lead by 20 points, lead by 30 points like Bet365 have. It was literally lead by a goal. And with soccer, all you need is one goal and you lead and you, you paid out. So, Were they not banning people at this point they in did. time? They did. They were, but it was very different. Um, yes, obviously we did get banned um, occasionally. And this is how we learned to, to get really good at sustainability, essentially making our own fuck-ups. There was a few um, bookies that you could use though as well. Yeah, there, there was Bet365, there was Sportsbet, there was Ladbrokes doing it. Um, I think that were the main three during the World Cup. I used to sit back, like I wake up at 1am, there was three matches every night. I think 11pm, 1 or 2 and then 4. Yeah. I used to wake up at halftime on every match or stay up for the first one and then go to bed and, or stay up for the first two and then wake up for the third one. And I used to hedge my position according to what the result was at halftime. But Kiro, who he yeah, was yeah. doing it as well, he had this thing where he'd do the first two and he said, rest is best for the last one. And he literally <laughs> left them rest all. And there were so many reversals on the, the last match oh. where the, the halftime team would lead. And then he cleaned up 30K and he did so Me much and Bren let work. most of them just go through. Yeah, you, you were better off letting them go. Yeah. Um, where possible, we would have. But yeah, as you said, I was in Europe at the time and the games were like 2 p.m., 5 p.m., 8 p.m. Yeah. And like, especially by like the last game, like if you're in Europe, we, me and Mills would have had a few beers by then. And yeah. it was like, oh, I'm not going to yeah, turn I mean, my VPN on and crunch the numbers and yeah. put a fucking $3,000 cover bet on. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you have to ring up that time as well. Yeah, just so a few more beers. how much did you end up making between the two of you? Me and Bren did it because Bren was here in australia while i was over there so it just made it a lot easier to kind of run like a dual operation i basically yeah. fronted the capital and i was like just do this this and this we made like i think like 14k each yeah so as you were saying like you're like 20k is not much we made close to 30 between the two of us but yeah kira probably made so kira's got 30 you've got 30 between the two and i've got 20 that's yeah. 80k essentially between three people and it could have been like astronomically more. People, yeah. like it could have been so much more yeah what'd you, what'd you start with what was your initial outlay that you began? I couldn't even remember. I maybe, had like, maybe like, like yeah, yeah, I had a lot of capital, like, yeah. but I think I think I only needed to start with like ten, 10K, and the, yeah, and then yeah. like that just 
was enough to disperse through accounts and then with results and stuff. Because the reality is like you're not losing hundreds of dollars if, nah. if the game didn't come off. It was like Yeah, the ratio 60, was... it was like sixty or seventy bucks. But I even think like in the first six games, like two of them hit. Yeah. So our bankroll That's had already huge. skyrocketed. Yeah. I think it only hit like nine games, but yeah. two of them were in like the first like two days. Like the first game hit when I was on the plane over. Yeah. It was like Portugal versus Spain. I was yeah, flying was... Eddie Hat and I was watching the game on the Obviously, I didn't have like two internet, or two yeah. two or but it was like two one at half time, and Portugal were up, and they were n- not the favourites. I was like, "You fucking beauty!" Yeah. And then in Spain won. I was like, "You'll be okay." <laughs> oh. Legit. It was, yeah, that it was, was a piss take. Um, that month as well correlated to like the early payout in the NRL and the AFL going off as well. There was State of Origin, and I made forty five k, I think, in about a five week period during that time. Madness. And it was fucked. Like. And like you look back on that now and it gives you the itch now to, to go back and do it because obviously I don't do it anymore. I haven't done it for like a year now because it's just too big hustler and system. I wish I started back then. Oh, yeah. and this is what like, it's just not the same anymore. Yes, you can make an absolute killing. Like we had a guy message through our Discord this week. He's made 10K in the last month and he said, I, I can't see myself going below 8K a month from now on. And it's like, it really depends how serious you want to take it. Obviously that's outliers. We don't want to give the false impression of that's what's happening to everyone of our customers. Um, people are making 300 a month, 500 a month, whatever, but yeah. But what Steve's just said then, like, you know, he's like, I wish I started earlier. That's still the case now. Like the mm. promos, the specials and stuff that we have now yep. in two years, they won't be the same. They probably won't be as lucrative. So if you are thinking about doing it or you're on the fence or you're like, oh, you know, I don't have the offers that Tom and JP had five, six years ago. Yeah. So what's the point now? The point is like, first of all, you're not going to be losing. You're going to be making money. And second of all, the offers may be very different. They might even be more lucrative in the future. Who knows? But until you learn the skills, have the knowledge and get a setup that works for you, you're literally just like, you're just wasting time really. Yeah. Well, it's shifted now to racing. The majority yeah, of yeah. the promotions are racing and anyone kind of doing those sport promo methods and, and sending out that kind of early payout rubbish to like 200 plus people and everyone betting on the same agency, just delete your accounts. Yeah, it's a pretty quick way to get wiped Like, and, and even just doing it on your own, like those promotions are fully for rookies. Like they... They're like on small bookies. People do dumb shit like taking the max stake on every time and then see you later. But you need to be making 90 plus percent of your money these days on racing because that's yeah. where you can hide more. You can obviously there's more promotions and, and there's well, they're also harder to exploit. So unless you know what you're doing, like yes, you can't yeah, just exactly. be a full blown amateur mug and, and get benefit out of the yeah. horse promos if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, you need Whereas to have with a like a double or... payout or whatever, even if you don't even know how to do it properly, yeah. you can back someone if they're leading at half time, you Correct. get paid out and you think you're a genius. Like, yeah. Um, so that's the difference. I think my story, I know yeah, we're still what, talking about yeah. stories. Mine would be very similar to you. I, that was one of the most fun six weeks of my life. Like <laughs> going through Europe with that, like essentially like, yeah, we'd be having beers every afternoon, watching the game. We'd be like, Millsy, like if this one hits, like <laughs> dinner's on me or whatever. And he'd be fucking pissing himself. So that was a lot of fun. And then also like there was a period where I was working pretty closely with you through yep. the AFL, NRL, where some of those weekends we had like monster fill-ups. And I yeah. just remember like, I remember one game so clearly. It was like yeah. um, uh, the Storm versus Warriors. Oh, okay. And I was like, I was still in this like position where I'm like, oh, I don't want to... I don't want to risk like $40 on games that aren't going to win. And you're like, bro, we're just doing it every game. Yeah. Like just hammer it. You're like, just put this money. No, it was like a dollar 10. Yeah. 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 Warriors like seven bucks. I'm like, what's the point of doing this game? Because man, like, yeah, Storm are going to win by 40. 
At halftime, Warriors are up like 12-0. I was at the gym and I hedged it at the gym. And we made like, I think it was like 2 or 3K for the for the match. I was and so he, before the match, he's like, I was don't do it. Yeah, don't I was do so it. shattered. I'm like, Fuck it, that's a waste of like, like 40 bucks. I'm like, you've just bucks. given away 40 bucks. That game's not going to I'm like, just relax, stick check, to the process. Check that's my it. game. It was like the Friday night game. Check my phone halftime. I'm like, but when texting those JP. Ones... He's like in the gym. I'm like, mate, they're on 12 nil. He's like, yeah. don't worry. Like, we need the siren go. We need the siren. He's like, we're out. I'm like, you fuck. When those ones hit, they cash in. And Storm won. So Storm went up winning. Yeah, oh, so you got the double. Two but we, we hedged it. Right, yeah. They were, they were um, like $4 at halftime. Like it was a perfect game to just take, yeah, yeah. Just full take it out, take it all out and move on. It was so funny. But yeah, that, that's just that period of time. Like it's probably like a, a year and a half. Yeah. That was I, just just amazing. I and I was still working as well. So I've got a pretty funny story about having a hedge. So when I started up, they the, the halftime payout specials were still pretty pretty lucrative um i'm not even sure if they are still now I don't they're know. very minuscule like neds does like a couple of matches a weekend they do like 200 blue bed yeah. does a couple but yeah. you can get pretty much when i started i yeah. think you were still getting up to 250 stake basically yeah. across all the major bookies Correct. so you could still you know 250 at like seven or eights or something you were still there were some friday nights i was making you know, maybe a grand or something like that yeah. so it's still pretty good but one Sunday, I remember I had it with Bet365 and I just started like dating dating this girl at the time. <laughs> <laughs> we were out to get burgers. And oh, I, <laughs> oh my God. we were probably like maybe like four or five dates in and I've checked the score at halftime and sure enough, it's hit. And I'm like, I've just got to go outside and yeah, put a bet right. on. So I just, <laughs> I left the date, went outside, called up Bet365, full degenerate. She must have been thinking, I dated her for a little while, but she must have been thinking like, this is ridiculous. This like, is what fucked. am I getting myself into? But like, realistically like, like locking in profit. it was actually like just like correct like yeah, a really yeah. like sensible way the opposite way. of being a gambler yeah the opposite of being a degenerate yeah I've got a funny one I was I used to be an osteopath and I had a we used to do the NBA promotion during the week so early payout on the half time and that used to be pretty like high with points bet as well and I remember it was it was someone I knew like it was kind of on a friend level um, but he was a patient that had become a friend rather than a friend being a patient and uh, halfway through one of the client other uh, sessions I'm like rubbing his back or whatever, fixing up his... <laughs> right. And I'm just like, he's face down. My phone's on the desk so I can see it. He can't. And I'm so, all right, mate, I've got to go and um, hedge something out. <laughs> and he knew what I, what I did like outside of Osteo. And it was just funny, like guarantee like 500 bucks and, and move on. Otherwise, you sit yeah. there hoping it wins and it's like, nah. The only money. other ridiculous one I can think of during that period is remember when Sportsbet had that wheel? <laughs> Nah. They that... just spun the wheel on Friday night, and they would just pay out one oh, team, yeah, yeah. whichever team. Yeah, they did some dumb one. Whichever like team it landed on, and it was like the most rigged wheel. Like it wasn't even a real. It was like a like graphic. Like it was yeah. so dumb. And they'd just be like, whatever, up to like five hundred dollars, whatever the wheel lands on. If you put your bet on this team before five p.m. Friday, they spin the wheel five thirty Friday, and if it lands on that team, they pay you out. <laughs> it's pretty genius marketing. Oh, of course, because fucking everyone's going to take a bet. And yeah, they everyone's just fucking loading wheel. it up. Yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> That's so good. That's that was brilliant. yeah, that was very funny. But that's yeah. I, I remember think... one of the classics was one of the big ones was the Chase the Ace, the Oz Open Chase the yeah, Ace yeah. one. I think that was William Hill or something. Before like we, we I lost my that's how I tennis. lost my virginity. <laughs> I, before we worked at the tennis. I didn't follow as a statistician. It. <laughs> yeah, just so, yeah. No, <laughs> I didn't, didn't touch it. No, I didn't touch it until yeah, yeah. like there was two days. I think I started working there. Fuck, I can't even remember now. I better not say the wrong date. But that was with William Hill. 
Yeah, yeah no, nah, that was um, that was a piss take. You just back like Roundage to and then head him, and he serves yeah. fucking forty aces, and you make forty. I, I, no, 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 but I it was got one. onto that like real. That was I lost my virginity yeah. to like match betting <laughs> for that one, and that was back when it was a dollar cash. Yeah, yeah, it was like full on dollar withdrawal yeah, forty dollars. Yeah. One of them, no, one of them. There was one. Yeah, year that's where, Bet Easy's wheel. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Was it Bet Easy's but, wheel? But they yeah. after, But that's when they turned it to bonus. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, but still, yeah. you could get like ten dollars yeah, bonus. I got yeah, a ten yeah, X yeah. on his night. He served thirty four bombs. Three hundred and forty bonus. <laughs> 250 bucks but I was also yeah like cashing in massively then as well because no one else knew about it no one else had William Hill so I was like yeah, yeah oh you just cashing yeah, let's, yeah. Uh, every <laughs> like every less, every yeah. player every ace yeah. well, every player every ace <laughs> <laughs> count them up uh, I remember one Wimbledon actually I stayed up every match there was a promotion on if the, te- if the as soon as your team or player sorry wins the first set you get paid out or you yeah. something like that so I'd sit there and because I watch tennis a lot, I could kind of see the match and I'm pretty good at understanding tennis. And you could see like massive fluctuations when you get the early payout and then you hedge it. And I think I took home like, it wasn't as worth it as World Cup. It was probably like eight or 9K for that, but yeah. it all adds up. And that's how like we kind of made a living during those periods. But yeah. I'm sure people are sick of hearing about our stories yeah. and, and want to move on from that. So what is it now? Spring? Um I'm sure everyone listening to this will be aware that it's spring, all the fucking texts coming through your phone, advertising galore. Everywhere. But what that means for um, people who have betting accounts, or even if you don't, is that it's a genuine piss take this time of year because there's more promotions, there's more specials, there's more offers, more personalized offers, but there's also more people punting. So you can also hide behind these kind of mug punters. And with all everyone, obviously, as we know, 99% of people are losing. There's still an absolute massive amount of money you can take home. Um, and I guess, what, what do we want to kind of say about um, how to get involved? If, if you Probably if you have losing accounts as well, if you're someone who can control your discipline. Um, well, obviously, the they've, like, they've just heard us talk about, you know, how much money we've made through our accounts yeah. and stuff like that, whatever, like tooting our own horns. But the reality is, as you said, there's, there's money to be made Hundreds, everywhere, especially thousands. like at this time of the year, if you know what you're doing and you've got yep. accounts set up in the right way, it, it's genuinely a goldmine. Obviously, there are things that you have to avoid and you touch on it. Like if you don't know what you're doing or you're doing things like subpar or suboptimal, you are going to get wiped out. You get restricted yep. banned. Bookies have never been hotter on it. But yeah, maybe Steve could dive into a little bit. Like what's what's an account worth? What's one of the big dogs worth? You know, sports bet, points bet, tab, yep. meds, lads. What are, these, what are they worth to punters? Yeah. Stacks. The, the, people just need to understand how valuable their accounts are. I remember I did a I did a video on TikTok probably eighteen months ago, basically asking people like, you know, would you sell your sportsbet account for a thousand dollars? And everyone, everyone thought that I was buying sportsbet accounts for a thousand dollars. No, that's not the point I was making. The point was is that your sportsbet account is worth a lot of money. It's I, I would buy it for a thousand dollars in a theoretical world. Yeah, I would no buy it for a thousand dollars because we know how valuable they are and how much you can make. Like. If you've got an account, um, and this really depends on sort of um, a few variables depending on sort of the account history. You know, if the account history is typically run by a gambler who's a bit of a degenerate, you know, puts stupid multis on, is typically losing over the long term, you know, that account is going to be extremely valuable because what the bookies do is they grade you. They grade you as basically a customer, a number on their books, and they grade you as someone who's either a threat to them or someone who's potentially a cash cow to them. And if you're a threat, obviously that's where they identify you and they say, see you later. But if you're a cash cow, 
then they're some well you're someone that they're going to target and they're going to come after you with massive promotions deposit offers bonus bet returns back to $250 in some instances. I don't know if it goes yeah. higher. Yeah, it goes higher, yeah. It goes higher. Thousand, yeah. It probably, it's probably, yeah, it's probably endless really depending yeah. on how big of a gambler all, you are. Yeah, spectrum. So, yeah, yeah. there's a video that was uh, trending on TikTok. A lot of people sent it to me. I think you've seen it. Yeah. Someone put it in our chats regarding an ex, um, like supervisor of a bookie, um, morphed voice, whatever, um, covered up. And he was just talking about how essentially they're just like, they just hone in on the, the, the big yeah. losers. And uh, that would bring back, I think there's a stat on it. I don't know the exact stat, but the majority of the profits are made by those full-on degenerates off these bookies. So people will be losing like 200, 300K a year. Those are the, where all their max revenue, like majority of their revenue is coming from. Yes, people losing a grand here or there for the year, they add up. But these big ones are the ones where all their revenue comes from. And he was talking about like how they full-on just, it's just numbers for the bookies. All they want is revenue. So they will do all all types of different shit. And if they know someone is a full-on fucking gambling yeah. like full on out of control they will just literally give him everything because they know it's just going to result in more revenue for them so yeah well look at it yeah. you, you just got to look at it from sportsbet's point of view or any corporate bookmaker's point of view like their goal as the ceo or the board of those companies their goal is to literally make money for the shareholders make the maximum make yeah, max yeah, profit literally. that is their single goal it is yeah. single they don't have any like nah. environmental goals or nah. social goals or moral goals nah. or you know we're they're not being good blokes by offering their business. Their business is purely to identify how to make max profit. So if you're someone who's come, so tailing back to where we started, if you're someone who's come in with an account that, you know, is is basically you've been ticked off as a cash cow, you've been ticked off as this like person that's making their max profit, they're going to come at you with yeah. massive promos. And so if you can then, you know, we've had a couple of people and there's there's a couple of people, particularly in Hustle, that have come through as well. Yeah. Um, they've come in with these losing accounts and those accounts would be worth you know, you could easily make twenty thousand dollars, I reckon, with that one account in a year. And easily, you know, yeah. and you're probably you've probably got, I reckon, I don't know, you're probably better at commenting on this, but you've probably got a good couple of years, providing your defense and sustainability stays yeah. up to speed as well. You've got a good couple of years where you could fly completely under the radar. Yeah, so our, I think he's our most profitable. Um, I messaged him today because I knew we were gonna be talking about this, and he's at one hundred and forty thousand dollars profit. He has twenty accounts, they're all his, and he's lost two accounts in the entire time he's been a member and he's been it was january 1 2021 he joined so nearly two years mm-hmm. about uh, 21 months or whatever and one hundred forty thousand dollars, two accounts banned out of 20 mm-hmm. and they were shit ass fucking elite bet and text bet who yeah. we're going to speak about text bet um we've taken them off our promo list um we've just heard so much shit about text bet. text bet i think you can scratch your ass and get banned there or, or look at them the wrong way or pick your nose and they'll ban you so um, well, there was a guy, there was one of our followers who literally yeah. didn't place a promo bet. Banned. Yeah, banned. So, so. We, t- we took them off our promo list. Uh, there's rumors about them um, getting kind of bought out or whatever, the, the name of the thing that's buying them out. But we'll, we'll yeah. re- readdress that or reassess that and, and dis- discuss that in the future. But yeah, in terms of your accounts being valuable, especially if you're someone, we don't like to encourage like massive losing out of control gamblers to ever come near our service Correct. because... We're very strong on that. Like Tom runs the DMs on both Insta and uh, both Hustler and the system. And if anyone comes there like that, who's like out of control or shows signs, and a lot of people say, oh, you're not psychologists, you're not. But when you talk to people all the time, it's very obvious who's who. Um, when you're talking to like hundreds of people a week, you can tell who's going to be like kind of serious and, and from what they say. And if anyone comes there with like that, then pretty much we just tell them to. To be eat. honest, a lot of people that reach out that, that are problem yeah. gamblers, like admit it. Like they're like, yeah. you know, I've seen your videos, I've seen your 
the shit you're talking about and like oh, i don't tell people this but like you know i'm losing you know yeah. two three grand a week or i've lost you know i'm an apprentice one of the guys like you know i'm an apprentice i've lost every cent that i've earned and i owe my parents like 10 grand i'm 19 and live at home and it's like and so they're reaching out to us because they're like fuck like what do i do and we're not sitting here going oh, just follow our service man yeah. give us 100 bucks a month yeah. you know and of course we're not psychologists but and you spoke about it last week and I know the podcast got cut off, but the thing that I think is very easy for us to be able to speak to these people is because we didn't just wake up, you know, one day and start betting and going, fuck it, um, let's just be match betters. Like yeah. we used to lose punting. Yeah. We, like can we used to gamble. Yeah. yeah, we can relate. We understand what it feels like to lose, you know, hundred bucks and want to get it back straight away. Or we understand like backing a favorite, a thing, a sure thing, a thing they can't lose. I know that one of my favorite stories that you've told me is back when you were younger, you know, one of like the only bets that you remember is when you put a thousand bucks on St. Kilda. By the way, around Frio, I think. Oh, so if and someone, twice. That, that, yeah, that's when I had to a beat, moment. Someone like a dollar eighteen to beat St. Kilda $1. or whatever. $1. Like eight, a yeah. full-blown certainty. Yeah. And you did this. Yeah, and when it, I was like 20, that's when, that's when I literally <laughs> discovered match betting. I was like, fuck this, I'm not betting anymore. And I'm very good at being able to just turn shit off. Yeah. So like... What were you thinking? No, I was, you just, I was, you just I was, aware. It was on my 21st birthday, I remember. I put a thousand dollars on Freo or something, and I think Ross Lyon rested players or vice versa for St Kilda. I can't remember. Anyway, they lost, and I didn't yeah. even know back then. I could have hedged it halfway through the week. He he changed all these players. I probably could have hedged out of the position and lost like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, and just cashed out. But I didn't know that back then. Two weeks, three weeks later, I discovered how to use a bonus, and then fucking why would you gamble anymore? But yeah, yeah. So to have those it. conversations with people, or like even with subs that come across and like, man, like. I had a great week with you guys, but I punted all my bonuses or whatever. And it's like, dude, trust me. Like, I totally understand that. I've been in the same position mm, as you. Yeah. I've been in the position where I've been punting or been at the races and I've been like five, 600 bucks up and I think I'm playing with free money. And this is like, this is why when people watch our videos and they go, fuck, these guys are talking about exactly how I'm feeling or thinking. And it's because, bro, we've done that. Like, we've yeah. been in that exact position. Like, we've punted and we know what it's like to win big and to feel like you're on top of the world, like you're on a hot streak and also yeah. to feel like, the world's against you and you know oh, unlucky, like yeah. i can't yeah so unlucky like geez this guy like i remember sending you a few years ago a multi like i can't believe this guy hit the post from the top of the goal square like i'm fucking cursed i'm fucking rigged and it's like mate like looking back on it now i'm like you're an idiot tom but yeah. like yeah. in the moment and nah. jp was probably like yeah mate like that's we're, so all, we're all the same like, like and and it's like you have this um it's definitely done in kruger like you're at the peak of mount Stu, but you think you know more than you do yeah. And at the end of the day, you're not unlucky for putting a 15-leg multi on that Correct. by one leg. Like, the probability was against you from day one. You were yeah. lucky to hit 14 legs. Correct. That's yeah, how you so should lucky. be looking at yeah. it. And th that brings us... I want to kind of... Obviously, we've touched on losing accounts, whatever. If you've got it, losing accounts, if you want to learn how to use them, fucking DM us, whatever. But... Um, before you move on, before you move on. Yeah. We, we have... So, we, we've put, a, a like, a, a dollar value on, okay. you know, the yeah. value of an account. Sportsbet, Pointsbet, you know, particularly the major corporate bookies from someone who's coming from a losing, as a losing gambler. If yeah. you're a brand new yeah, um, gambler, man. 18, 9, you know, doesn't matter your age, you've never opened the account, no history on the account. Obviously, it is a lot different. I wouldn't, you're not going to expect to make 20 grand, nah. you know, in your first year off that account alone. Um, you know, it, it is possible over the life of the account to make that much, um, but you're probably looking, you know, at a, at a much more sort of, realistic value of about you know probably five grand off the account in your that's first year. yeah completely different ball game and this is where it's massive where like your setup is literally going to determine whether you make a thousand or 500 or 200 or fucking 20 grand yeah literally per account because like if you don't your nail setup. that yeah what do you mean by your setup so this is where like this is our area of expertise at both hustler and the system is literally if you don't nail like for example bookies are going to profile you at the start of your account you open up an account 
and you start betting on there, they're going to know straight up pretty much if you like stereotype punter, if you're someone who goes and chucks multis on that are going to lose yeah. or you're someone who's pretty much taking a deposit offer, withdrawing the money and fucking off. Like that's the, that's the end of the ends of the spectrum, yeah. right? Or you're a full on degenerate who goes and puts 500 on a massive multi yeah. and loses to highlight, to, yeah. to highlight how much they profile people. And something that really does surprise people when I tell them this is that if you're a girl and you sign up to an account, yeah. they're automatically a lot more suspicious. Of course, about you. they'll yeah. even try and call you. So yeah. a lot of people, um, not so much in our service, but obviously a lot of people from other match betting or whatever, they'll go and try and use their missus account and they're done within like a week, especially smaller companies. Like yeah. I know um, certain companies like Textbet, I've heard a lot of stories about that happening there and even like Bet Deluxe and stuff um, and Bet Nation, obviously. But the reality is if you do things properly and this is why people get, I think, so triggered by the fact that um, potentially we, we charge 1100 for a defense and sustainability course as well as all the other stuff. At the end of the day, if you've got your accounts open, you can keep making money. And you touched on this and you said, believe it or not, match betting or, or making money off the bookies is the That's easiest easy, part. So easy. It yeah. is so easy. Like yeah. you can just go and do, like I could show you how to make $1,000 in, in an hour, like just signing up to all these bookies. But what's the point of that? Like if you want to make a grand and lose your account to do it, but if you want to make 50 grand over three years, do it the other way and the slow way. It's tortoise in the hair. So... Every book is different. Um, and when you've got a community of people that are learning off each other and explaining and smashing ideas, okay, Textbet did this, Bet Deluxe did this, Sportsbet did this on my account. Like, then all of a sudden you understand these bookies and how they operate. Yes, we're not inside the companies, but these anecdotal kind of understanding of everything helps you to then build your... You're essentially trying to build a house, doing it the other way. Like, if you're just going rogue and, and just turning over bonuses, doing the minimum to turn over, withdrawing it, smashing promotions maxing stakes fucking doing all dumb shit that obviously rookies do yeah um thinking that they've clocked it um and then they're done within three months you're, you're building a house without a foundation and mm. it's just going to look good for like two months and then it's going to fall down versus building foundation and going up and then passing the guy and being alive in three years yeah so it's your call what you want to do but totally different ball game when your new account versus an existing yeah. one um yeah. But it's still, yeah, it's 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 still um, it's still very profitable, and, and particularly yeah. this time of the year, purely because yeah, there's just so many more promos that are being offered. So you just you can simply just blend in easier, hit more promos, and make more um, make more money essentially. So obviously, you know, we we're talking about you know how to set up your accounts, why setting them up is important, and the alternative is like if you're going to open up an account, you know, the alternative to that is that you're going to be gambling, right? If you're opening up an account and you're not doing it for match betting purposes, you're going to be gambling, and the alternative to match betting is gambling and we all know that 99.5% of gamblers lose and that's kind of a mindset thing that we try to like drill into people when they get come across right obviously we want them to make money at both of our companies but we also want them to change the way they think about punting and I think JP's got a pretty good story about somebody that came into our community um, that was a massive massive gambler and has changed his mindset completely and maybe you can touch yeah. on that how that's all worked and I, what's yeah. happened I'm still pretty like shocked by this one because of how suddenly the change was. Like he only joined, I think it was like start of August. So we're looking at almost two months now, I think a month and a half in. And he, on his first night that he subbed, he was talking to us on Instagram a lot before. He subbed to the system for a month and he was like a massive gambler coming into it. And then he sent us his bet slip on a Friday night, like before his first day of tipping. And it was like $1,100 fucking 10 leg multi. And we're like, well, this guy needs to be told like, 
he needs to get his head right before he, he knew did. though he, he knew yeah it was and like, it was we all well, like because yeah. we obviously discuss shit in the chat like we send each other discuss things between the company um okay this guy needs to get addressed whatever so we send him personal voice recording recordings and whatever but once we told him like bro you need to delete that he like literally just stopped um and fast forward now five weeks six weeks in he's made like two and a half k and it, it's like talking to a different person now. And I, I don't understand that. Yes, we've seen this happen to many people over the time and even people who aren't even subscribers are messaging us on Instagram saying, hey, the shit you talk about, I'm doing. Like, you fucking hit me. Like, I don't want to hear it, but it's true. But I've never seen someone just go click like that bad to there. Because he was putting like, he sent me all these screenshots, like 3K on a dollar seven to make like fuck all money, 200 bucks or whatever. 9K, he lost one day on like tennis multis. And then now he's messaging me back like last week and I'm actually getting him to make a testimonial video for us. And he was saying he actually gets excited now at like winning fucking $20. And sure. I can't understand that because what happens as humans as we get and see more money as we grow up, it's you get become desensitized to money, right? If you were earning $500 as a teenager, that's fucking, you're, you're literally making millions, right? When you get to like 30, $500 is nothing. So I've never seen someone go from getting like fully not sensitized, like putting 9K on something to then get excited. Like it's like reverse sensitization. Yeah. So kudos to him, well done. But I just thought it was awesome. Like it's really good to hear I that. I think for like a lot of people, what they don't realize is that, you know, maybe if they look at our results or even not, even they look at any other person's results, I see someone win 100, 300, 500 services, right? Made a couple units here or there. For them, they might not think it's a lot of money, but like when you consider that you stop losing the money yeah. that you're losing on the punt, which maybe for this guy... Because we get a lot of DMs, and as you said, I do a lot of the DMs, and a lot of people are like, fuck, man, I listen to your podcast, or you know, I've seen your results, I'm so sick of losing, and when you guys talk about multis or talk about that mindset, that's exactly how I think and feel. And it's like, yeah, bro, like we, we know, we've been there. And also, once you stop losing, it, it's, it's so nice. Like You lose the stress, yeah. you lose the anxiety, you get so much more time back, you're not checking the results of all these games that you have multis on, you're not you know, betting on tennis overnight, yeah. waking up, praying... And when you stop losing, if you're losing 50, 100 bucks a week, even if you can afford to lose it, right? If you stop losing that, there, there's your fucking, you know, there's your five grand a year mm. that you were losing. Well, that, the, you've, yeah. that you've now made, that you've got access to. Yeah, and it becomes a double whammy, which you speak about the graphs going in opposite direction. But I, I reckon that's underrated, talking about the stress and the kind of anxiety yeah, around yeah. fucking gambling. Because, like, you then have to hide it from your missus. You then have to hide it from your mum or your dad. You don't want to talk about it with your mates. You, you feel like, you only, like you hold it in and yeah, it just or you, builds or you're up. like you're punting all day Saturday you lose a bit too much so you're not going to go and have beers with yeah. your mates Saturday night because you don't have enough money yeah well, there used to be like, an ATM this is fucking the pokey uh, ad where the guy's carrying an ATM around, uh, a pokey machine around with him or an ATM and it's just like you're carrying that with you in your social life and then mm. it impacts your decisions yeah or well, you're sitting at the pub like it's Saturday night you've lost yeah. a fair bit on the punt you're sitting at the pub Saturday night and you're watching the footy games like all your mates are sitting there having a laugh having a beer and you're like intently watching the footy game because yeah. you've got a same game wrong yeah. that you need to hit because you've yeah. lost so much money today or you've like, tried to triple your money to turn get like back imagine if you just imagine you could that. just remove that and you hadn't lost that money yeah well you don't have to imagine it just like obviously start making the steps towards doing that and there's a number of ways to do that you don't have to subscribe to us but simply like just keeping accountability like on yourself um and tracking I, your bets yeah like firstly tracking your bets but even dumbing it down even simpler to this i said this last week like make yourself a challenge right De delegate an amount that you know you can afford to lose for your punting um whether that be a weekly amount or whether that be an amount that you're not going to touch for two three four months whatever 
divide that by 100 and only bet that amount every time you make a bet. So let's say you want to delegate $500 for the next three months punting or for the next month, let's say it'd be a bit more and divide that by 100, it's $5. Put $5 only on those bets. Any bet you place. You have to lose 100 bets to obviously to lose to all that money. Yeah. And if you do that dumb, like if you do 100 bets in a weekend, obviously you're going to lose your 500. But most people are not going to place 500 bets in a weekend. No, but see, so the thing is... is oh, sorry, 100 bets. It doesn't matter. Even if even if people did place 500 bets over the weekend, they're, they're going to win, you know... Some probability wise, like yeah, unless obviously we're three or four, four maybe five thousand. Well, depends like what depends on the odds of what they're doing. Yeah, assuming they're just like punting on the horses, like you know, not doing stupid multi yeah, and stuff like most that. Most likely not going to lose five hundred. But they're not going to lose five hundred, so they're going to get a return. Yes. And so that sensibly, like that's that's literally that, that's the benefit of doing it. And I really like that point that you made. Um, is that you know pick that unit size because what people do at the moment is they will go, I've got a hundred dollars to punt this yep. weekend, right? And they'll go and put 30 bucks on the first race and then they'll put 40 bucks on the next race and then they'll put, what's that, 30 bucks on the next race and then they've lost their 100. All of a sudden, yeah. if, you're, if you're finding yourself like blowing your, your, yeah, blowing your betting capital by race three or just blowing your betting capital at all, ever, then you have incorrect structure. You should never, ever, that is the whole yeah. purpose of why we like say, you know, delegate one to 2% of your unit size based on your capital because in that way based off our service obviously every service is different you should never theoretically ever blow your betting capital no. you should never bottom you out you shouldn't even come close to that because yeah. what, this is literally what the bookies don't want you to hear because they they know anyone betting knows that you're not losing because you're a shit you, you, like anyone can hit flip coins and tip 50-50 right mm. that, literally 50-50 result obviously the bookies have a little edge you, you hit 50-50 yeah. you're going to lose long term most likely depending on what odds you're doing but if you're you're not losing because of that, you're losing because your first bet is thirty, it wins, and it's a five dollar pop. You got one hundred and fifty now plus your your seventy left over. You got two twenty. Your next bet is a hundred, yeah, which is three times three and a bit times your first bet. It's emotion. So, that so it, now it's yeah, like it destroys you. Literally, like you're betting based on how you feel and based on what the result of the last bet is. You may as well just put it in the bin. Yeah. Whereas, okay, I'm gonna bet five dollars. I have five hundred dollars. I'm gonna bet five dollars. No more. No less. Every time. It's the emo- it's the emotion that just destroys everybody because like even if you go yeah. in like yeah I've got a hundred bucks to lose this week like Steve said if you hit the winner on the first one or you put thirty percent of your bankroll on your first bet and it wins happy days but no one's sitting there going all right you know my hundred's gone like no one even like even as like the most sensible punter I think I'm quite conservative and even if I used to do that and if I had hit my first bet like that I would instantly take the hundred dollars that I put into the account out of the account so at the end of the day at least I knew that I was like I didn't lose any money, right? And this is the mindset some punters will have. But what you need to consider is all that money that's in your betting account now is all yours. Still your money. You have the ability to go like this, put mm. it in your bank account and walk away. Yeah. So when you think you're playing with free money or you're yeah. on a hot streak or you know this money, it doesn't matter because it wasn't there at the start of the day. You need to change that because you have an ability in that point in time to be like, you know what? I now have 220. I started with 100. I'm taking all the 220 because it's mine, putting it in my bank account. This is yeah. something that people seriously, seriously disagree on. It's like, yeah, yeah, I 100%. I've had I, arguments with my mates about this. I've had arguments with people too. And it, it's so, so infuriating. Like people cannot change their timeline of like they put money in at this point and it's not their money until it is taken out. It's like there's the start, they no, can no, put no. their $100. The end point is the end point when they remove the money. And it's only at those points on outside or before the start and after the end, people think that that's your money. 
It is your money all the way through the process. And it doesn't matter if you put in $100 and then you win $150, now you've got $250, you, you take out $100, $100, it doesn't mean that that $150 isn't your money because <laughs> it's still sitting in your betting account. Yeah, yeah. It's you, still you, your you, money. Yeah, you, you want it. It's, like it's yours. yours. Yeah. It's literally under your name. You. The bookie has given it to you. If you were, at a, if you were in, a, in a tab, you know, like in a venue, and yes. you went and cashed the ticket, you would have got $250 on a bet slip piece of paper. You would have then gone to the cash register, gone, can I have this $250, turned it into cash, and then you would have gone, oh, $150, like, this is my money. Yeah, and people, that's... Like, people seriously disagree. Even in financial terms, yeah, like investing, yeah, crypto, like people are the same. Non-selling losses and, and not yeah. taking a loss, whatever, because yeah. it's not a loss till you sell it. But it's all the same principle. But I think the online aspect of this and the digitalness of money, desensitize, or de, not desensitize, but de respects money i guess because it's not it's, it's just, just a number on the screen, screen. exactly yeah. yeah um the other thing with emotion is like when it plays on the way that you're betting like if you have a win whatever the other way that it plays on it, and i say this all the time and i fucking hate it like i wish i always bite my tongue but i wish i couldn't and i wish i would just always comment on it when i see people say that they're due or tell somebody else that they're due like yeah. You need like to take I a wanna, I reckon you need to start. I don't want to like people. attack people, but like the reality is, what are you due for? Yeah. Like you don't have an edge. You don't know how you're picking them. You have no structure. You have no set bankroll. Like what are you due for? Just because yeah. you've lost 10 in a row, you're going to lose 50 in a row. The bookie makes, you know, five, six, yeah. seven billion dollars a year. Yeah. And that's because every single person that places the next bet, everyone thinks they're due. Yeah. And you know what? The only person that's due is the bookie. And no, they're, they're not clean, due. They'll, no. they're, they're, and they just clean win. Up. <laughs> yeah, so like thinking that you're due, again, if you're somebody that's sitting there betting and you're like, fuck me, I haven't, you know, even if you're only losing what you can lose and you just keep doing it every week, you, just because you keep doing it, it does not mean you're any closer yeah. to a winner. If you don't know what you're doing, yeah. you're just giving away your money. It's why the bookies make billions of dollars a year. It's why the bookies encourage you to punt, to put on multis. Yeah. To, it's why they show you all these fucking ads. They're not doing that because you're due. I fucking hate it. Like you sent me a screenshot. I'm not even going to say what it was on Saturday night because it's going to make people like it's that elite marketing that even if I was to say how stupid it is, people will go and do it. And it's the multi that fucking the million dollar thing that you sent through. And it's just like people seeing the, the hope or the potential of that being them automatically just sells it for him like yeah it's the hope and and then like there's a guy on, on twitter who we all know we've spoken about many times before and a lot of people think we've got it in for him but the reality is we're not attacking him but it's been like four, five months now since he's had a collect and everyone's in the comments saying today's the day today's the yeah day. good today for what thank you for posting it yeah any anything's good i, I, I like it's thank what you what do you like, like today you like... must be a good bloke because you're posting it and Steve, what's this, the thing yeah. about the mechanic? Like, would you go fucking... Yeah. Well, this is this is one that is frustrating, is that he does... This guy gets a lot of positive feedback um, for, for being a good bloke. Everyone thinks that he's like, he's helping them out by offering... What's he offering? He's Nothing. Pick, he's picking... Random tips, mate. He, he might know something about horses, but, you know, based off, you know, what we've seen and based off his, his history, he just looks like another average guy who just built up a bit of a following... He's not a good bloke by offering tips to people that in an unstructured matter with no accountability, with no responsibility for what he is doing there. This is what it does irritate me. I saw another post a couple of weeks ago where a guy was in one of those big Facebook groups <laughs> and he was like 50,000 members in it. Um, woke, you know, the probably, woke guy. Hey? The woke guy. The woke guy, yeah. Yeah, he was, <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, he was revolutionary. He was going to change the way the betting groups are going to work on Facebook. And all of a sudden... 
he was saying this post like, oh, what I want everyone in here to do is start putting out winning tips. We're going to bring back winning tips, you know, and I don't want people charging people for it. They're going to be free tips and we're just going to look out for each other because we're going to be a good bloke. And let's first, I just want to break it down. Like in this guy's post, you know, he, the definition of a good bloke is we want everyone here to start winning together, right? That's what he means by let's be a good bloke. Yeah, he's got yeah? good intentions. He's got good intentions. He's like, I want everyone here to start winning. And, he, and if we look at the definition of good, the good bloke equals we want people to start winning, then offering unstructured tips with no responsibility, no accountability. Correct. It's the absolute opposite the, of being a good bloke. It's the no, opposite. And this is like my first ever, second ever viral TikTok was rinsing the bets with bet with mates and not even knowing what I was doing. I don't even know how to use TikTok, but I pretty much just said, what makes you think that if you get nine other losing punters out of your mates, you're going to start winning? Like, you're just going to lose more. Yeah. And and Sportsbet and Dabble and all those companies have literally... It's so smart. They've literally nailed the social aspect, which obviously encourages... The Low guy wrote a linked article about well, yeah, fucking... Yeah, in that article, it actually said that, like, the males, males together are yes. more likely to take risk. Of so course, if brilliant. we're all in a group together... And you're like, oh, come on, let's put another 50 in. I don't want to look like the, the soft cop yeah. or the pussy for not putting another 50 yeah. in. It's so, fucking genius. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll put another 50 in. It doesn't matter. And like, it's such a great way for them to just keep, keep making money out of you. Sick of punting on your own or it's a bit you know degenerate activity to sit at home and punt on your own. At least I'll be social. We'll all put 50 bucks in and yeah. we'll all put a multi on together. And, and if you're not part of it, you're like, you're, yeah, you're, you're the serious you're a, kind yeah, of you're like... You're a loser. Yeah. You're, not, you're not fun at parties. Yeah, exactly. It's, pressure. it's literally like toxic peer pressure. Yeah, and... Yeah. Um, then when you say that to people, they just fucking rinse you because like, like they think it's. But really where's normal. the where's the logic in this guy? You give me a free tip and it loses. How, like where is the logic in that? You're you're being a good bloke. Like I don't understand. Because I the tried logic to make there. you win, man. Yeah, because he but tried. But you didn't. Yeah, but hang on. What if you paid me thirty bucks and I said I'll make you money over like twelve months? Yeah, but no one would do that. Why? Oh, you're a shit bloke, man. Shit because bloke. I have to give I'm you. I have to give you money. But I'm going to make you money, and if I nah, don't, I'll you're refund a shit you. Bloke. Well, like that's, but that's where we're at. Yeah, because I don't understand that. It's a combination of like ego. It's a combination of wanting to do it yourself. It's a combination of getting this idea that you think you know more than you do. It's everything, like, and then you combine that with the social aspect of it, and it's fucked. Tell us a story. You mentioned it about the oh. chick on the train because that yeah. was fucked. Yeah. So this is this is yeah. This oh. shows where we're at. This shows where we're at. Like one thing, you know. That you mentioned a lot was you know emotion emotion is what you know really hurts us um and really impacts gamblers but something that i think particularly with the newer generation the younger generation um i actually just don't think they know how to, they don't even know what betting is essentially i don't actually think they realize what they're doing what it actually all means what needs to happen for them to win as silly as it sounds i think there's like there's definitely missing a, a, something there and there's something that's lacking in Potentially education. I don't know. That's another topic. But anyway, I was on the, on the train the other day going to the footy. A couple of girls, they wouldn't have been much older than 18, um, sitting on the train talking about their multi. And I'm, I was just like, oh, God. Like, wanted to, I wanted to like chirp up and be like, do you actually know what you're doing here? Like, this, you're not going to win doing this. Like, this is silly. You know, give them a sub, whatever. But <laughs> in, like this, this girl, I, I decided not to. But this girl, um, you know, she's just talking. She's like, I've got my multi on. It's got 14 legs. Is that enough? And it's just like, oh. It's, just, it's like, it's, it is, it's frustrating. It's like, it really yeah. shows why, why all of a sudden is it all about 
you can't just put a bet on now you got to put a bet on with 14 legs and it's almost like if you don't put you know a certain number of legs then it's not cool enough it's not that's not deemed acceptable form of betting what is well, it well that shows where we're at in terms of knowledge and Dunning-Kruger competence versus confidence competence being how much you know and people just don't know how to bet or what to bet or that is just being ingrained through the marketing to fully legitimately hypnotize punters and mm. they just do what is is like oh my god fucking multis well same after, game, our, same after our multis podcast we got so much feedback around holy fuck like i'd never actually thought about it when i put a five leg multi on i need to get five winners yeah mm. and like when we said in the podcast like how often do you back five winners in a row and most people will be like oh fucking never yeah. hardly ever it's like well that should be the light bulb moment that's what a multi is like if you're putting 10 legs on yeah. you need to back 10 winners in a row to get a collect and if you get to so the if you back leg, nine winners and you don't get the 10th one You've just got nine winners for no collect. Yeah, and and you get to the ninth one, and there's a tenth leg to come. You've got your whole like the, yeah, the yeah. return divided by the last leg on that last mm. fucking. And that's leg. the part that other people didn't understand. They're like, "Oh, I've got five bucks on it. I'm only losing five bucks." And it's like, bro, if you get four or five legs deep into a five or six leg multi, yeah, you've got all the accumulated winnings on that last leg. Yeah. and in your right mind, if that was cash in your account, there's no chance you're going to put all that on the last leg. And that's what. Steve's alluding to these people that are putting 14 leg multis on they don't understand what they're doing yeah well deal or no deal we got absolutely hammered well you did you made a video about the cash out of a multi that you found um, I think Carlton to make the finals yeah it was there was like the cash out value was 350 the the payout was 900 or something and they needed yeah like even yeah it was a bit more but then they compared that to deal deal or no deal being um Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, yeah. and everyone in the comments, like the principle of what you were talking about, is legitimately, legitimately exactly yeah. the same. But you were just copping fucking, oh no, bro, it's not the same. It's not life changing and all this, and it's yeah. like you have literally just been fully like conned by and brainwashed, literally. Yeah. And and this is where we're at, like, and people don't even know they've been brainwashed because everyone's doing it. But like, you know what's funny is that was a classic comment, the life changing comment. It's like. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't cash out a multi where I could get four hundred, and if I could potentially win nine hundred, but I would cash out a hundred thousand dollars exactly. when I could potentially get two hundred thousand dollars because hundred thousand dollars is life changing. Four hundred isn't life changing. May as well let it ride. That was that was. I reckon there'd be eighty percent of people would have that exact same. Probably yeah. more. Probably more. Possibly, yeah, possibly. But <laughs> what's life changing? You give you give four hundred and fifty. Like this is gonna sound really silly. You give four hundred and fifty dollars to a one year old. That's life changing for a one year old. Hundred thousand dollars isn't life changing. You're simply just getting caught up with yeah. the feeling of the money. Like we t- we talk about this. You attach a feeling to yes. money. And it's like money. This this certain amount of money is going to make you react a different way. You're gonna behave yeah, yeah, yeah. a different way depending on the the amount of it. You should treat every single dollar the same. It doesn't matter Spot if it's up. one or a hundred thousand dollars. And then you'll you'll that's when you start getting emotionless. That's when you start betting with structure yeah. in a controlled environment where you're not going to let any 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 result, any value of money impact your behavior afterwards. Yeah. Well it's like you know, a thousand bucks, for example, if that guy could win a thousand bucks if he's multi wins, but you can take three fifty now and you don't have to worry about it. Like how much do you factor in the stress, the anxiety before the game, watching the whole game? Yeah. And if it loses, if you're it gonna loses. be yeah. first of all, if it loses, you're gonna be shattered. And second of all, most people after it loses, they'll they'll think that they were that close, so they'll go again. Yeah. And it's like if a thousand bucks you would have taken it, but you wouldn't have taken three fifty. If you take three fifty three times, you've got more than a thousand bucks. And there's no gambling required. There's no luck. There's no relying on a certain outcome. And this is, yeah, as you said, like it's just value of money. A hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. A thousand dollars is a hundred dollars. Just ten times. Like, yeah. 
all you got to do is keep accumulating. And this is what we say to like subscribers or people that start match betting. All you have to do is it's just, it's a compounding effect. You just start accumulating your profit. It's the same as going to the gym. You're not going to get a six pack or, you know, you can't bench press a hundred kilos the first time you go to the gym. Mm. You're only going to be able to bench press 40 or 50. Sure. That's not life changing. You're not a big Hulk Hogan, whatever. But if you roll into the gym for a year and do that, then you're going to be able to bench press a hundred kilos. Then you are the guy that's benching 100 and you look like a king. Yeah. But, you know, that guy didn't get there overnight. And it's the same with these punters or these match betters that make 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, 400 bucks, 1,000, 2,000 bucks every week. It doesn't start like that. You have to learn the skills. You have to learn the discipline. And like, you have to just keep showing up. Realistically, think about it. It's like if you're going to, if you're like, you know, obviously we've all basically, we all basically live off this industry now. Um, you know, obviously I'm, I've got a separate job as well, but you know, you two particularly basically live off this industry. So it's borderline, you know, you could say that, you know, it's been somewhat life-changing to some degree for both of you. I'd, I'd say it has, like it's changed your life. You know? oh, mate, my life has been betting for fucking nearly 10 years. Yeah, spot on. So, and think about it, like realistically, if your life is going to change from betting, from beating the bookies, from being a professional analyst, whatever it may be, whatever it is within the field, how do you think you're going to get there? You've got one of two options. One, you're going to win a massive life-changing pay, payout in one hit. Yeah. yeah. Or are you going to slowly grind over time like any other career you are ever, ever going to succeed at? You're never going to launch into any career yeah. and be on top of the, the mountain from day one. So what makes you think you're going to do it within the gambling? Yeah, you're not going well, to be I think the easiest way, and I actually thought about how I could put this in an example, right? And let's just use Tats Lotto as the example because to hit a huge multi, like a life-changing multi, it's exactly probably the same probability of you winning Tats Lotto, right? Yeah. So who's going to be better off like if you think logically over the next 30 years, if I spent $20 every single week buying a Tats Lotto ticket versus you who puts $20 into a savings account every week, in 30 years, who do you think is going to have more money just in that scenario? Well, obviously the savings. So, but how many people do you think watching this or how many gamblers do you think, well, that guy has 30 years at a chance of winning Tats Lotto. How many people do you think think that? Like would actually believe that they Well, most people will think no, that. No. And the reality is the person putting $20 away is always yeah. going to be better off. That's the mindset yeah, of well, people that are placing... Yeah, I think 20 bucks is probably like, even if you said 100, then people would be more likely to see that the savings is a bit more because it's more. But they need to understand that it's all the same thing. Yeah. Like the same amount, whether you put a dollar in your savings or a dollar in the Tats Lotto or a thousand in the Tats Lotto. Yeah, but the theory more is like, you know, someone might put a $20 multi every week to try and win 100K. Exactly. But what you need to understand is, is only one person or two people win Tats Lotto. And Um, that's what they'll sell. They'll sell that idea. Yeah, but you're not going to be that person. of course not. And when you see old mate win $600,000 on Twitter, 999,999 out of the million didn't Mm. win that multi. But even following that, right? So yeah, correct. No one else won that multi. And okay, so now you're following him. You've been following him for four months. There hasn't been a collect anywhere near that. There's probably been two collects that were profit and the rest are, you know. So when when do you go, okay, holy fuck, maybe this guy was, maybe that was a complete fluke. Like at what, do you have to go broke? Do you have, like at what (laughs) No, but he's still due. He's due. No, but honestly, like that's the mindset. And and he... He's betting the way he bets because he won that bet. Yeah, if you win Tats Lotto... He fully believes that is the way to win. Correct, because yeah. he won. And if I win Tats Lotto tomorrow, would you start following me? No. No, because mm. I fucking put my ticket in and I won. And I'm yeah. fucking one in a million. We've, we've talked about this in a past podcast. Numbers. People do, though. 
Like we're, we're yeah, but fuck, like <laughs> wake up, man. You're not plus yeah, six hundred thousand. Like when someone yeah. wins Tuts Lotto, everyone yeah. goes to yeah, where they want. Correct, they want but it, that's it another thing. Up. That's yeah. that's yeah, fucking that's... gambler's fallacy, right? Yeah, yeah. That's nothing to do with Tuts Lotto. Is even different to gambling because like it's it's as in betting for um like on horses and whatever. Yeah. But this guy is betting because he knows he's massively up. Yeah. He'd be he would have lost. I'm not going to say, but he, we've been tracking and and it's at least. 10, but you don't, 20, need, you, don't 30, to, you don't even need to speculate. Like we just know no. the bookies know the math the suggests way that if you bet like yeah. that and you've been betting like that for thirty years, even if you win five hundred grand, you're probably at break even at yeah. best. And, and how you just, how you see that and the bookies haven't banned him, they're giving him fucking bonuses. Yeah. yeah so like, explain that. Like yeah. if you've got a punter that's taken six hundred k off a bookie. They fucking, why would you give him a bonus if he's a profitable punter? So this is the thing as well. Like the environment that we're in now, um, you know, influencers, influencers yeah. have a massive, fuck. They, they have a massive pull on people, right? There are people that will know who these guys are. And I, I used to not want to be able to want to name him, but I'm going to name him. Like everybody that punts or is on TikTok or whatever, they're going to know who this Simo bloke is, right? If they're mm. on Instagram, they're going to know who Simo is. And uh, we have nothing personally against Simo. Don't really know him as a human being. But there are people that follow him or think he's a god because... And other people in... The people that do this in like crypto markets and shit as well. They post this lavish lifestyle, right? You know, I'm out here sinking pierce. I've got a massive house. I've got all this money. I've got all these cars. Posting all these winning bet slips. You know, life's good, right? Um, and this is what sucks in so many people that are losing on the punt. And they're like, fuck, if I just bet like this guy, if I just hit this bet slip that he did, you know, I'll start making money. And this is feeding into why people just keep losing, keep losing. It's these guys that are posting bet slips that have no idea what they're doing that are just feeding off people that yeah. are losing punters. And you got to remember, generally these people, some people it's more obvious than others, but probably more likely than not, they're getting an income or a yeah. revenue somewhere, whether they're selling their own tips or they're getting affiliate. paid advertisement yeah, or they've yeah. got affiliates or they're selling a course somewhere within their sort of value chain they're making money well that's fine it. if they're profitable if they're profitable we, we do the same thing we're making a correct, living correct. off selling a service or a course yeah but the fucking thing has track results and it wins and if it doesn't you get refunded yeah and we're, so, but we're also not like you know well, we're in suits today just to get a bit more legitimacy yeah like we're but, now <laughs> legitimate like but, fully <laughs> But like we're not rolling around like posting bet slips going fucking look at this lads you know mm. another winner yeah. like you don't if you're marketing like that it's very and, clear and but obvious that's what, what works you're doing. that's unfortunately that yes. is what works and if you want to con people post slips and green ticks mm. um there's a guy on TikTok called Punters Hub who's had to create his second account because he basically has been posting like his bet slips and he's hit one or two every, like but he's he's lost massive and they got they get deleted but he's he's putting AMG videos up. Um, obviously he's made money or has money in other ways and then it's, it's not hard to work out what bets win and what don't but going back to Simo unfortunately I'm just going to full on just tell it as it is here he deletes everything on his socials every slip and this is what he hides behind so he'll put up a slip on his story a slip not a uh, sorry a tip which hasn't won yet it will have one leg out of two whatever these remember this is how you have to think right he wouldn't be putting up bets that don't win okay? of course not so don't just see that. Think about the whole picture here. So why would you post something that lost immediately? For first leg out of three losers, you're not posting it. Mm. So assume there's more losses there. You then see the one that's one out of two legs. He put one up the other week, fucking horse one, and then it's got Brisbane to win the premiership. <laughs> it's like, it's a fucking year away. And it's got year of the lion 2023. It's like, and all these people are commenting like, yeah, chockies and all this. I mean, shut the fuck up. Like you're getting conned by someone who has no fucking idea what he's doing. There is no public results. 
And today I commented on a thing and I said, hey, you have public results? He goes, yeah, in the member section. Simo, we've got a member in our community that's a member there. And the results said 2021 AFL, 100 units profit. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it. it. No, no, no tips, no, tip no, no spreadsheet, 100 units. Exactly 100. Well, exactly 100. <laughs> that's hard to do. 2022 results, TBA. They're yeah, coming. Like, And recently he's, he launched a finals package. He had to refund the people who asked for the refund. He didn't Where are the it. results for that? No results. Anyone who asked got refunded, but only those who asked. And that brings me to the next problem. And that wasn't a go at Simo. It's a go at anyone who doesn't have public results. If you want to run a service, if you want to be an influencer, post your fucking uh, results. Look, oh, yeah, all right. It's, it's, it's a go at them as well. But it's also wake up to the people who buy Correct. from these people. Exactly. Hold them accountable and ensure that Just they are up. doing what they should yeah. do to earn your money. Because otherwise, you're literally just giving money to another Joe Blow who's got no bloody idea. Yeah. Look, we're not the best horse analysts in the in the no. world. We never claim to be. We never claim to be smarter than anyone. Blah, 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 blah. Correct. But we do do everything by the book. Everything's legitimate. Everything's transparent. Everything's honest. You know exactly what you're going to get. We like to think. If you don't think, let, give us you some can watch our fucking through. results as yeah. we input them before the race ends. And mm. if you delete it, there's all the subs can see it. Well, yeah. like we've got five thousand tips in two years. Yeah. But so yeah. So just just. Ask yourself, all right, is this actually a legitimate Just have results. Yeah, and if yeah. it doesn't have results, it's most likely not a profitable service. Yeah. So we've actually got someone tracking his results and the spreadsheet is d- disgusting. Like we're actually tracking not only the, the paid tipping results, but we're posting, we're tracking the ones on the story that get deleted. There was a horse on Sandown. He had a multi to win 900. I've made a video out of, out of it. I'm going to show people how to actually... What he should have done, he was supposed to hedge. He could have guaranteed himself like three or four hundred dollars, five hundred bucks, whatever. I can't remember what the thing was. I'll post that. But then that gets deleted. The video. What was the horse? That oh, lost? He, he did like two at Sandown. He was like, it was he, Zaki, pin, Zaki, Zaki. he did one. Yeah, he did and then Zaki, pinstripe lost. And then he's like, all right, lads, everything you've got on pinstripe lost, lost. deleted. And then didn't say anything else. And then posted another story after the last at Sandown one, a dollar fifty. He's like you beauty boys, but like how could anyone yeah. bet on that if they'd already loaded up Correct. on Zaki lost, put everything they had on pinstripe lost, and now he's and, in a dollar fifty uh, winner. Like it's just I don't care if like I've I've spoken to Sim on the phone for two and a half hours and <laughs> I don't know him personally, but he he unfortunately wants to make money off tipping. And good on him if he's making people money. We we make a living off making off, off tipping, but we only do that because we win. And if you're not doing it and you know you're losing, and you're pretending that you're winning, then unfortunately you have to be held accountable. And I just want to get out here and and, and protect people from that rubbish. And he's not the only one. There's a fucking chick on Insta or TikTok, uh, Twitter, sorry, who started, she's an ex-jockey who's posting their tits basically. Is that the only fans on? Yeah, there's a couple of, there's called Tips and Tits and and it's all this random, like combining like sex and the male brain with gambling and it's just like genius marketing. Just basically trying to exploit. Yeah, just people who are silly and and want to get involved with that kind of thing, but just have public results. And if you do, and you know they have public results, check them. And if they don't, then fucking don't subscribe because you're going to lose. The other thing that you say, like, you know, when you're watching something, think about it. The other clear one is like, you know, when you're watching, and we spoke about this, the Brownlow, right? And Nathan Brown pops up and goes, oh, you know, Queen's birthday, Clayton Oliver got the medal, had a blind eye, he's a dollar ninety for best on, like, geez, looks like value here. This is, you know, something I'd be backing. And then the next round, Clayton Oliver doesn't get three. Like, if somebody's working for the bookies, right? Just please logically think about this. If they are working for the bookies and they're giving you a multi or they're telling you the best bet of the round or this guy's gonna get three votes, do you think that that guy that gets paid by the bookies wants you to win? Mm. And anybody that says yes, unfortunately you have rocks in your head. Yeah. 
And if you say no, then why the fuck are you betting on what they're telling you to bet on? Why would you not do the complete opposite to what they tell you? Because it's Nathan Brown. Yeah, he's, he nearly won. A, he would have won a Brownlee if he didn't do his. Yeah, uh, make. yeah, best player for twelve weeks, whenever it was. But yeah. they're not. They're not getting some like professional math nerd who's got all the statistics. To yeah, go, who goes don't hey, put them all no, down. No. Yeah, they're not. They're not getting someone who well, like is an expert in that field. It's funny you say that. I was watching the racing on the weekend. Um, obviously we we tip every weekend, and I had it on channel I think seventy eight, Seven. which yeah, I never yeah. normally do. And old mate Daisy has become a horse fucking yeah. analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy Thomas. Analyzing the market. He's telling everyone what to bet on because the, the money in the background with all the computer screens and Cleaned all these fucking... now he's cleaning up the book. Literally like telling people what they should bet on based on the market. And it's like... It, like points bet have really stepped up their game in the ads. I've seen they're copying sports bet. They're putting all this funny content out on Facebook and stuff. Oh, yeah, points are trying to do the same as well. Yeah, points and obviously... Got the inspired unemployed. You know those like... Yeah, yeah and Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> don't worry, they'll be... They'll be <laughs> They'll be they'll be getting their whack as well. Don't worry. Like, yeah, yeah. Take them all. Yeah, they should. But no, I got a question to stop rinsing people and kind of provide some perspective. Would you or have you ever considered becoming a bookie? Yeah. Start with Steve. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, we we get asked this, don't we? Um, yeah. This <laughs> yeah this this it really depends. I guess you can have it from sort of multiple different perspectives. Um, and. Yeah, I'll answer one. I'll, I'll let Tom answer that from the yeah. other perspective. But if you're, it depends what your what your motives are. I suppose if you've got a motive of just you know looking to get through life and make you know whatever it takes, hashtag whatever it takes, like make as much profit as possible. Just only worry about the triple bottom line. Don't worry about anything else. Yeah. And become a bookie. Yeah. Bookie is an absolute cash cow because there's that many losing degenerate gamblers out there. You know, from all different with all different you know, emotional problems or inability to, that they're chasing, chasing losses or they're, you know, they're escaping something or they're bored or whatever. There's so many people and obviously we, we come across these people a lot. Um, and there's, unfortunately, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that people are completely unaware about. You know, so many people who, particularly I talk to, you know, friends, family, whatever, I, I get, obviously we're very passionate about, you know, the yeah. damage that the bookies do to people. Um, and that's because we see it. We see it firsthand, the yeah. effect that people you know, gambling has. I um, mean, look at Favola. He was a classic example who's now become, you know, an influencer, which is another story. But, you know, we get bet slips all the time. That Johnny Jogan guy you were talking about. We had a guy on Instagram recently who lost a stack. Like, we see the effect that this has on people and, you know, who's profiting off this? The bookies. Their triple bottom line would be just phenomenal. And I think I did read somewhere like sports bets. I can't remember exactly, but I do. one I do remember is they spent the, the yeah. marketing the marketing budget across corporate bookmakers last year was 390 million or something like that. 390 million just for their marketing team. If you just like extrapolate that out and imagine how much therefore revenue and profit they're making, if they're spending 400 million on just marketing, that is absurd. So yes, I would 100% become a bookie. However, like obviously this isn't my opinion. This isn't my belief. I would never become a bookie. I'm playing devil's advocate, but you know, if you're here to make money, then it's it's a fair industry. Particularly yeah. the way it's trending at the moment. I think it's doubled since since the it's last fucked. decade or something like that. What but, about you, Tom? Well, it's like, yeah, well, we get the comment a lot. Like, you guys are no better than the bookies. <laughs> like, you're, just, you're mm. just preying on vulnerable gamblers. Now, the first part is wrong. The second part is correct. Preying on vulnerable degenerates is exactly what the bookies do. And would we, like, as Steve said, would I like to have the bottom line of the bookies? Would I like to make five billion bucks a year? Sure, I would love to. But... 
how are they making that money? And the reality is they're making that money off people, right? Yeah. When we make money, the way that our communities make money and our companies make money is we make people money. And if they make money, we make money. Everybody is making money. That's how it's built. That's what the community is built on. We want everybody to make money. We're not here just to make revenue, right? We're not here chasing, you know, a thousand signups. We could make our subscription fucking five bucks a week and we could get 5,000 people in at no time at all, right? And that would make us more money, but we're not interested in that. We want to get people in our community that want to learn, that want to make money and want to change like the way that they think about punting. So that's what we do here. But the bookies, the only way the bookies make money, and this is what you have to think, the only way the bookies make money is they take money off punters and put it in their pocket. We take money from punters and they make money. And if we don't make money, we refund people. And we did have to refund fucking 28 people 24, a, yeah, a, a month yeah. ago because we had a losing 30-day period, right? So we put our money where our mouth is. We're here to make you money and we're here to make our community money. And if we don't, we refund people. That's how it works. The bookie purely makes money yeah. from you. Purely a zero-sum So game. if everybody stopped yeah. gambling, the bookie would make no yeah. money. Yeah. But because everybody's gambling and everybody's losing, that's why the bookie makes so much money. And that's why we're completely different. If we don't make people money, we don't make money. And we are invested and passionate. You can hear Steve speak the way you guys speak. We're passionate about changing the way you think about punting and helping you understand that what you're doing is wrong. And this is how you can make money doing what we do. And we collect a small fee off that because we spend hours and hours doing, you know, voice recording, speaking to people on the phone, making sure that everything is set up correctly so that when you join, you know exactly what's required from you. You go through the two and a half hours worth of videos. You get personalized voice message if you've got any questions. And you're set up to make a consistent profit month on month. And that's why we're very different to the bookies. And would I like to make $5 billion a year? Sure. But would I like to make it in a setting where I know that every single dollar that I make is because somebody else has lost it? No, that isn't for no, me. And I mean... <laughs> This is the other thing, affiliates as well. Um, they're like kind of a bookie without having the risk. So they're not like copying bets from other people. Mm. They're just essentially, I'll, I'll sign up Steve. And um, if Steve loses 5K this year, I get 25% of it, of his losses. And there are people out there that literally make a living off this. And these are the kind of guys, maybe not like your Nathan Browns and that, but they're like full-on influencers that'll have like a link in and their bio. And we can easily or, do this. Yeah. yeah, and this is the thing like I want to talk about probably like three years ago when we started Hustler. Me and Kiro like like started understanding what affiliation was, and we were kind of, bro, look how much money we can make. Like this is fucked. And then I just took a step back, and we both said, like, look, man, like, do we really want to go down that path? And we're like, straight away, no. And we we we're talking to an affiliate in Brisbane who has essentially lived off this, um, and he's probably made a couple of hundred thousand dollars in the last maybe year, maybe more. And the rest, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like the ethics and the morals. For me personally, like I could genuinely make probably a million a year being an affiliate, but would I sleep at night? No. And would I feel shit about myself? Yes. Well, that's because you know that if you are that, like every dollar that you made is because somebody's lost it. Yeah. So whereas we're making money because other people are making money and we're helping them not lose money and it's just a better way to go about it. I think that comes from us seeing both sides. Like we see, obviously people win. We see people lose because we're copping DMs. But that's what, that's what I'd love to think, and I want to believe this, that people like Nathan Brown, people like Daisy Thomas, who's getting up there with Nathan Brown now, is probably Fev. the worst. Georgie Parker. Fev's not so much as bad as them, but obviously with his history, makes it way worse. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. in terms of what he's doing, he's not telling you to bet on fucking yeah, he's not shit. Front, that he's sports not bet, setter like these sports bet have scripted. Brown Brennan Goddard. Yeah, yeah. The, the top four, Brennan Goddard, uh, Nathan Brown, Georgie Parker, Daisy Thomas. There may be some other ones like Mixed Multi and those kind of guys, like Billy Brownless, I think, has one as well. 
like there, I would love to know, like know if they actually know what goes on. And I'd love to sit down with them for like a table, have a coffee with them and just say, look, do you, do you want to see this DM that we got from a punter the other day? Like, do you reckon, do you, do you reckon their multis are their multis? No, or do you reckon sports no. bets just written a script for no, them? No, no way. That's that. Like when the ones, like maybe mixed multi, their piss take, like ones yeah. on Triple M, I haven't seen those, but I think they're probably theirs. But they're full piss take. Yeah, exactly. Like, but yeah. when Nathan Brown comes on and says, oh, the fucking value's here because old mates kicked two goals last week and, and sports so bets already fucking deflated the odds by 50% because they know people are going to bet on it based off last week. He literally is just relaying information. Same with Daisy. He, he's not going to fucking read the market. No. So, but he, but they must know then. No, they don't. I, I want to, I want to believe that they don't know how much people are losing, like in the naivety of how it ruins their lives. But then, if you're working for them, you have to know. I think, I think they. I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. That's why the Fev thing pisses me off yeah. because it yeah, ruined, his, like, it actually fully ruined his life. Yeah. Like he apparently went down the path of trying to sell his Coleman and shit, yeah, or yeah. did sell it, then got it back eventually. Mate, he but, had to go to a jungle. He he released it all in the jungle. Yeah. He said how it ruined his life. So his it family. fully ruined his life. So yeah. he knows he lived that, and not only has he done that, he's now gone and got oh, I'm re- rehabilitated. Yeah. Like I I now know how to punt for fun. And I want everybody to be Yeah, go read Bet fun. Nation's like, um, responsible gambling thing yeah. and like, read that fucking piece of shit article, whatever he's written. This, this is, is, what, this is what's the worst. That, that's why I, this is why I really hate Fev's story. Um, firstly, because it did ruin his life and now he's encouraging it. But the way that they're marketing yeah. it from Bet Nation's point of view, it's almost like they're rise trying... from the ashes. It's like, yeah, it's, it is. It's a rise from the ashes. And they're like almost trying to play this like, we're the sensible bookie. It's like, look, if you're if you're a degenerate gambler yeah, don't who's had here. problems, yeah, yeah. no, 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 come with us because we've got Fawola, who's who's the face of change. He's he's like he's <laughs> he's changed. He's like, no, look at me. I lost all my money. It ruined my life. But I've been able to rediscover my love and and you know the fun of gambling without letting it you know continue to ruin my do life. Do you reckon if he was addicted to meth? Yeah. No, nah, seriously. Do you reckon if he was addicted to meth and then came back and was like, now, started promoting, yeah. he was like, now I know how to do meth, you know, once a month with my mates. It's really fun and social. Do you reckon that would get looked upon the same way? Absolutely not. That's what, that's, yeah, that's that's what really makes good, me sick. Like, a, or if he was yeah. like a full-blown alcoholic, ruined his life, and he came out and started promoting VB, and he's like, yeah. oh, you know, I used to be a full-on alcoholic, ruined my life, lost my marriage, lost all my yeah. money, but now I can sip a beer once a month with my mates and it's fun. He would get ridiculed. See, they, it's because people don't look at gambling the same way as exactly, these other things. Exactly, they should. People don't see gambling as in the, the in the same thing. ballpark as drugs, alcohol, cigarettes. It's the exact same. No, that's identical. I've said it before. Like, would you have any, like, would you have the same thing if I stood outside a rehab center and just like baited people with like cheap heroin after mm. they come out? You'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh no, man! Personal decision. They should, you know, yeah, they, they can make better. their own call. Like yeah, it's it's yeah. it's all up to you. You're you can make your own decision. So this is what I think the influencers possibly think is that they think, all right, these guys are going to lose anyway. Yeah. Why am I not allowed to cash in? Well, yeah, that's what they're going to lose anyway. They're going to yeah. He yeah. used to say that. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to provide a community for people who would have lost anyway. Yeah. I'm going to give them like prizes and shit. That's that's like giving them some value back. That's full sheet mentality. Like, fuck me, mate. Like you're only making money if they lose and the more they lose, you make more. So yeah. So of course you want to build those communities. Yeah. yeah. And I I'm promise you, like we could be making millions as affiliates um, and that's not like, it's so easy to do it. Like all you need to do is call up Ladbrokes and tell them you've got a yeah. fucking big following and you're fine. Like, going to uh, move on to a little bit. One thing that um, sort of, yeah, we've, we've touched on it a lot, um, you know, but not specifically. People in Australia are so ingrained 
to accept that losing is normal, right? And this yeah. article retouched on it again. Um, you know, people expect to go to the pub on a Saturday and they expect, you know, if I'm going to be punt, I've basically cashed in this $100 loss already. They know that's almost the expense of punting, right? So this has just built this culture within Australia where losing is completely normal. And it's not even, no- it, it, it's just accepted. It's, it's almost like, yeah, well, you lost 100 bucks. you were gambling. It's not even accepted, like, it's expected. It's expected. That was yeah. the word I meant to say, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's expected. It's like, oh, you're going to, oh, okay, well, you're going to lose $100. Yeah, and that's right. like, and, and then that's just, that is that is literally the culture in Australia. But that's fun, man. It's fun. Oh, it's, badge of honour. It's, it's a badge of honour. You yeah. wear it, it's about like how much you, oh, yeah, just if you don't bet, you know. It actually is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 People will almost like somewhat brag about how much they lost. Like yeah. they'll tell it with a bit of a smirk on their face. Like, oh, yeah. But like deep down, that's pretty fucked. Like, yeah, like, so this is what I actually do like with, like, um, like our community. And I think something that, you know, why people think that we are, you know, what we, we, what we have got here is a scam. Yeah. Because people actually have never, ever experienced the feeling of losing. And people think, like, people... Winning, you mean? Winning, sorry. sorry yeah, winning. winning. Yeah, so people are so used to, like, having a punt, going to the races, going to the tab, whatever it is, and losing. And they do have fun. Yeah. You know, but... but They've had fun and they've lost their $100 and they don't know any other way. I guarantee you, it is so much more fun going and punting and winning. But when we say this to people, like people will comment like, well, I'm punting for fun. But well, you can punt for fun and win. People will be like, well, they they actually can't relate to that. They actually don't know what punting and winning feels like because they just have never won. And they've never, they can never even, like, they can't fathom the idea well, of winning. It comes back to that um, theory that you found this week regarding the, the salesman of the car yeah. telling you, what's it called? The anchor bias. The, yeah, it was the anchor bias, yeah. Yeah, explain that. Like. Yeah, so so this anchor bias, it was, it basically, it's a cognitive bias and it says that, you know, you grasp onto the first piece of information that you hear about a given topic. And when you really rely on it, it's almost like... It's, I guess this is why we pick that's up a lot of parents and everything. It's, it's yeah. almost like it's a fact. Whatever you hear early on, that's what you're going to believe as the absolute truth until you, know, you really get convinced otherwise with you know, research, stacks, whatever it may be. And the example that this video used was, imagine you went to a car salesman, he was offering a car and he said, this car's $20,000. You go, no worries. So automatically you've just like anchored $20,000 as that value of that car. You can't be told any, like, or you, you can be told otherwise, but that's always going to be your reference point. The next week, next week later, you go to the same um, same car salesman, and he goes, "This car's thirty thousand dollars." You're like, "What the hell are you talking about, mate? You just said it was twenty thousand dollars. You're ripping me off here." Yeah. Automatically, that's your reference point. That is the bias that you're going to put. That car might actually be worth forty thousand dollars, but because he told you it was twenty, now he's telling you it's thirty. You feel like you're getting ripped off. On the counter to that. If he comes in, or week two you go in and he says it's $10,000, you're thinking, You'll be you dude. ripper, yeah. I'm getting an absolute steal here. The car might actually be worth $5,000. You've got no idea, but you've just held on to this bias that you've told from that first bit of information that you've, you've been told sort of thing. Yeah. And this, this is applies here. We, we just expect to lose. We get told from day one, you are going to lose on the punt. The casino always wins. The house always wins. The bookies yeah, always win. You can't win. beat the bookies. You can't beat them. So then naturally people just automatically assume well, you're either not winning um, or you're a scam or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, so when people charge you $99.95 for a finals package and they lose and there's no public results, firstly, the person doesn't even want the public results because they just expect to lose. And it's only 20 bucks. Yeah. So it's only 20 bucks. That guy was helping me out. Oh, he lost, doesn't matter because they expected to lose and they don't even know what public results are. So it's a combination of obviously just having no awareness about what the fucking world is in terms of like you can win 
And if you're not winning, that's wrong and you should be getting a refund and chasing that up. So obviously we were touching on, you know, influences and what people see on social media and obviously we get a fair bit of, <laughs> we'll call it feedback through TikTok, Instagram. A lot of the time it's like, you know, you blokes are a scam. If you blokes were making all this money, you'd fucking be doing it on your own. Why are you wearing a beanie? Why are you sitting on your grandma's couch? Why don't you drive a fucking Mercedes? So obviously as a bit of a piss take today for some of our greatest fans, we thought we'd wear you know, some nicer clothes so that we look a little bit more legitimate. Take that one uh, out of their arsenal, I guess. But <laughs> the thing that I wanted to touch on while we're talking about that is, you know, obviously Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, it can get pretty toxic sometimes. You yeah. know? And what are, you, what are people getting out of those comments? What are people getting out of, you know, telling JP's head looks like a swollen balloon or well, I'll put like it, a we'll buffoon. Put, yeah, like, we'll actually break every bone in my face so you feel bad now, but I couldn't <laughs> give a fuck what you call me, honestly. Like, but what call are, me whatever. What, what's the point I think, of that? Okay, it's a combination of a couple of things. My personal opinion, whether it's right, I don't know. I think a lot of people writing those comments are probably having like a bad day or they hate their lives at that point or this isn't like their, their lives are terrible, but everyone goes through periods where they're having shit time and it may make them feel better to like, I don't know. Try and drag someone else. Tell someone they look like their head fucking what's wrong with your face or your teeth are wrong or But do you reckon they're whatever. saying that like they do they genuinely want you to be upset? Like yeah, what, of what course, is the point no, of it? Okay, so okay. it's it's complex. So that that projected hate is normally on people who like it's tall poppy syndrome. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Now this is not this may sound arrogant to people because of what the true definition of tall poppy syndrome is, is that people that rise above the pack, like we are above normal gamblers in terms of like we're winning, right? And people like look at us and be like, "Oh, like they're winning, so they're like fuck them." Oh, well, it's 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 that. On but top we're of not the fact better than anyone else. Yeah, Let's just clarify that. But then they come back to us and they say, "Fuck these guys." I'm kind of jealous that I'm losing and they're winning, or people following them are winning. Plus, they're making a living out of it. Maybe they wanted to do what we want to do, and then they're like, "Fuck them." I'm gonna just hate on them because I want to make them feel like shit because I don't want them to be successful because I I hate what I'm doing. And I can relate to this because I never used to hate on people online, but when I used to do osteo, I was dissatisfied with my own life. And I used to get a little bit frustrated when I saw someone who was posting about how much they love osteo or how much they love their job. And I'm like, fuck, I want that. I never went down the pathway of like, oh, hey, you're a fucking piece of shit. I'm going to message him. But that made me feel shit seeing someone else succeed when I hated the position I was in. So I can relate. So my question or my challenge to these people is, is go internal and ask yourself, why you're actually writing that like would you publicly put your name to that comment would you show your family that comment and maybe think about like yeah cool we're fine we're never going to hurt ourselves from that but what if you did that to someone who actually went and hurt themselves would you actually feel good about that but you reckon if someone said it to like you know someone said it to their parents or their their missus or one of their best mates someone started having a golden Surely they'd get defensive and be like, oh, you of fucking course. idiot, why are you doing that? So, like, why? I don't, well, and like, don't understand it. They, they probably want us to be, like, reactive to it. And we do react to it, but we don't react to it in a way that they probably expect. Yeah, they probably get more frustrated. It's just free And marketing. we're never going to buy into, like, saying, oh, fuck that guy, I'm going to go bash him. We had a guy message us on Instagram <laughs> threatening to belt us when he was out or whatever, if we're out in Melbourne on a fake account. Like, at the end of the day, like... I have genuine sympathy and I know the boys, we, we actually discuss this in our private chats. It's like, we feel sorry for people doing that because of like 
like what, like it's so it's so dumb. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, if it's because you're feeling flat or shit or you've lost on the punt, message us. Like, yeah, we'll help you out. Help you get in mm, our literally get in our community and start making profit. Like, we, we've had haters that have become like our longest term subscribers, like yeah. who just genuinely thought, "Fuck, these guys are a scam." And it, and it's obviously beyond that now. We've been doing it for 22 months. You can't really hide for that long. Subs, yeah. Like <laughs> some people hate on us as well because they like some people think we're a scam. And they want to sort of try and get the message out there because they think they're saving people. But some people hate on us because, and they know what we do works. They actually are yeah. full believers. They've actually either been a sub or oh, they, they know that, you know, what we Dalsky. do is possible. Dalsky being one of them. There's a few of them. They know that what we do works. And this is where I think a bit of jealousy comes That's in. That's where the jealousy comes in. Where they're like, well, I actually know the information of, you know, they, they don't have a full information, but they, they know that the, the they foundational, they know, yeah. yeah, they think they do actually. That's a good point. They think they know everything required to do what we do. And so they're just pissed off that they aren't doing it. It's yeah. like, yeah. And well, go and do it. <laughs> yeah, Literally, go and do it. I challenge anyone to go and make a company and do no, it. No, but this is why we offer these people free months as well. It's like, yeah. bro, I don't care if you hate me. Like, we actually fucking want to make you well, money. That's like, the thing. We're on, come, the other, like, we're on your side. Yeah, we're all trying to make money off the bookie. Like, when you're punting on a Saturday, mm. you're trying to make money off the bookie. We are doing it. We know that the way we do it works. Sure, it takes a bit of discipline. It takes a bit of structure. It's not fucking blind gambling. You're not going to get rich overnight. But, but what we do works. Like, come the, and yeah. do it with nah, us. But, but it's, but it's nah, not real people, gambling because we use bonus bets. Yeah, yeah that was today. Punching. Like, after, like, I made the comment of, oh, Simo, where's your public results? And he wrote, oh... They're in the member section, and then and then the next comment was so they're not public, and then he deleted it. And someone like three, four people messaged me on Instagram saying, "Oh, bro, he deleted your comment." And I'm not trying to expose, but I'm trying to just point it out. And then he'll do a story. Oh, your way is not legitimate because you're using promotions or bonuses. And mate, we're making fucking money. You are not. And oh yeah, also like <laughs> I've it. seen him. I've seen him post multis with <laughs> bonus bets on it. Yeah. It. So why is it okay to do it that way if not the way we do it? Because he like, just tries to... Because it, it's, it's, it's so easy to con people with... If one person sees one story and they don't see the other ones that are deleted, you can con nine out of ten people who've seen it for the first time. Right so exactly. what, about, what about the people that say... All right, we've already kind of touched on this, but like, you know... If you if we have four hundred people following our service now, like when when are the bookies gonna shut us down, or when are we gonna be a problem for the bookies where it gets to a point where the bookies are like, fuck, we can't give out second and third bonuses anymore. Well, are we anywhere near that? I don't want to make predictions or make publicity about it, but the reality is we're a very small drop in the ocean still. Tiny. Um, four hundred subscribers. Let's say average unit size. We estimated me and Steve were on a live the other week. Um, on Friday night, twenty bucks. Yeah, average unit size. Twenty-five. Some of our top subscribers, two hundred plus. Most new subscribers, ten dollars. So, average that out, twenty bucks, whatever. Four hundred subs. Um, three hundred and ten k a month. We estimated. Exactly. So that's assuming everyone follows every tip. They're not losing outside of the system, and they're positive uh, they're, they're net zero according to like signups and yeah. turnovers and non-promo and everything else that's required to sustain your accounts just a rough estimate so yeah, 310k yeah. in an industry that takes i think it is close to 10 billion a year something like 7 billion a year or something yeah we they're, they're really at about like six and a half so, last so what's, year but yeah. their turnover is greater this year so yeah they're, so they're we're looking at like seven million roughly what what's ish. uh so it's like a billion sorry Oh, within like five, three, within, three and a half million within right? five years they'll be making a billion a month who the bookies yeah but i'm saying we're taking like three and a half million a year assuming everyone oh, yeah, in that nothing. community is following yeah, yeah that's they're nothing. making 10 billion or 7 yeah, billion yeah, let's nothing. say it's fucking least like 
And and also that the other thing you need to understand is that's spread across like yeah yeah forty or thirty. That's bookies. not just from sports. Bet. So like everyone's taking pieces of money from everywhere, mm. right? And and also like some of the platinum squad members who are doing it like in a way that they've actually con bookies to lose, yeah, and then goes over to Betfair. Betfair. Our most yeah. profitable guy literally milks his bookies every Saturday, and he's literally living off redeposit offers because he's just conning them to fucking do that. Yeah. So he, the bookie thinks he's losing, but he's actually profiting because it's going over to Betfair where you can withdraw and it's not a bookie. So that that's like, <laughs> no, we're, we're miles off it because those same promotions are the ones that entice Correct. your mug gambler to get on his phone. Like Tab, for and example. that's how they differentiate themselves. Yeah, yeah Tab, tab, tab are literally offering you a free a $50 bonus. Or a Palmer. Yeah, a Palmer <laughs> to go into the venue. That's and they know bonus. if you go there for a fucking Palmer, yeah. Like you go there for a Palmer <laughs> or a Palmy if you want to be fucking... A Palmy. Palmy yeah, from all the, all the people in Queensland or whatever, they yeah. think it's a Palmy. It's a Palmer. But um, no, nah, but they, they know if you go to the, to the Tab and eat... Yeah, if you fucking, sit there, wait for your You're palmer, going to you're bet on the harness or the... Yeah, what is that thing called? <laughs> the fucking... The fake shit? Oh, Trackside. Track Trackside. I was sitting there with my missus. Wait they bring in bonus bets And I, 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 I'd never seen it before properly. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, this can't be legit. And people are legitimately yeah, betting on it. That's not the most rigged thing in the world. I can't imagine. I was picking winners while I was eating dinner. Like, I wasn't betting. But I was like, wait. I'm like, wait, look at this. New system. No, but in all seriousness, like, you'd have to be quite like... Yeah, like they're doing all this, like tab, go back to their offer. They're doing one and two. And if you place a bit, I don't even want to encourage, I'm not even going to talk about it because yeah. I don't want people to go and bet on it. But they're, they're, all those promotions are used to, to suck yeah, people in. Yeah, they're just in. there so that you bet. So more. if you use them yeah. too, you're just going to be like another punter. I Correct. think this is, yeah, this sort of really sort of like encapsulates sort of basically this whole podcast that we've talked about. Like, yeah. These promos are all there. They're all there to suck you in, to get you. So, so with the ones, some of them will literally just give you a $20 bonus bet, right? They'll just give it to you for absolutely nothing. You don't even need to deposit anything into it. They'll just put in a $20 bonus bet. Bet 365. And what they're doing there is they're trying to toy with your emotions right there. They're trying to get you to feel the thrill of almost winning or, or actually winning or just getting that getting that burning desire back again so that then you deposit, then you it's keep going again. It's a free crack, bet. It's a free crack. And then you, you might almost win and then you go, oh, well, I'll just put in a hundred bucks then. Like they're just completely toying with you. Yeah. With right there. But, um, fuck, where was I? Well, it's, it's I, the way I see it is and the way a lot of our subscribers like what we do now and like, for example, the Johnny Drogan guy who used to lose heaps, lost 9K in a day once and now he's excited to make 20 bucks off, off one race. It's like a fuck you to the bookies because mm. like they, they've taken your money forever and now it's like, fuck you, I'm going to take... 30 i'm going to take 50 i'm going to take 100 off you for the first month then i'm going to take 500 the next month and then you start taking thousands off them and it's like fuck you you ruined my life for five years or you you took mm. thousands yeah, of thousands me. of bucks now i'm going to fuck you back and that's why we get so passionate because we know we're we're doing that to the bookies and yes we're never going to dent them and bring them down because we don't really want to because obviously people we're not going to be able to do what we teach them we're not going to make money for people if they take it away but yeah. Oh, um, still though, if it got to a point a where we had off. fucking two thousand well, subscribers and they're like, "Fuck, this is a problem." Well, that's a win. That's a great result. That's and a great and result, even if it yeah. ruins our company and we can never do anything again, that's who cares? Still a great we, we've literally changed the industry, and that's that's a full risk. I mean, you look at sort of where the promos were compared to yeah. 12 months ago compared to where they are now. Like right now, spring, it's a bit of a outlier of a period. Exactly. Particularly over winter, there was definitely less promos this year than there were last year. Yeah. And this sort of highlights why now is such an amazing period. Why spring is Christmas. Yeah, you got to cash in. But um, I also think as well, like with that promos thing, we've we've obviously altered and 
change the yeah. way that we tip significantly because we are aware that like the only thing stopping all of our subscribers from making money is if they lose their accounts. So mm. we're running it a lot more conservatively in a sense that, all right, we're only going to bet into races where we know there's enough coverage where we can accommodate for all of our subscribers because the longer that they stay with us, the more money they're going to make. And the only thing that stops them if they follow the instructions is if they lose their accounts. And yeah, that's, and that's why we can't make this service anymore from when we had 100 subscribers. Like other services might be able to, to tip yeah. into a race where there's two promotions. And it's like, we can't do that because we right. have 400 people and it's like now we have to obviously you, you're in mainly in charge of the data and and essentially we have to we said this on the last podcast we have to weigh up everything including profit as well as sustaining our customers accounts and not even that but like linking them essentially to, to small yeah. bookings I mean, and, and we're stuff always like getting that. feedback from the community if people yeah. are getting their accounts banned and exactly. generally speaking not many people are leaving nah. very rarely and people that's, are leaving due to bans literally i reckon there would have been 3 in the last two, three years yeah. um, from, from leaving and not being able to follow. And that's probably because they didn't follow the instructions or recently we, we kind of have updated the, the videos yeah. on the welcome to be more in-depth now and obviously made, made it more clear. So, And in contrast to that, how many people do you hear rookies online, oh. your mates that just get their points where they can't be yeah. for abusing, you know, oh. they, they don't even realise they're abusing it. They don't even know they could get their accounts. Yeah, I, 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 like I've been in other discords and, and left, right and centre people just copping bands and, and messaging me, hey man, like is it too late to get involved? I've lost six accounts. I tried to do it on my own. I came from like bonus bank or something like that. And the reality is like, unfortunately those services just teach you how to make money and anyone can teach you. I can teach you, go through our hustle free course, teach you how to make money for free. Yeah. I'm not charging you for that because like Tom does the DMs and someone might be suggesting to buy platinum and he's like, oh, but you can do it yourself. And Tom will tell them, go, you can go make 5K on your own with the signups. And like what's stopping less, the person, 3K, let's yeah. say, three or 4K. And it's like, we tell them that you can, and it's there to be done, but if you don't want your accounts uh, to be closed, yeah, for a some people months. that's fine, right? That's the end of their journey. We and we understand that, but yeah. you know, for the people that are like, "Fucking hell, this has opened my eyes to what's possible," then it's like, "Well, don't do this yet, yeah, because you can be doing." X, I, y, I can Z actually like, speak personally. I remember I got told um, by someone we used to work with at the AO, who who was like, "Mate, you can just go and make a thousand dollars straight away." This is before I just got into it. it was literally the summer before yeah. I just got into match betting, and I was just like. You know what? I'm just gonna burn these accounts. Just make fuck it. Yeah, just fuck. Like I'm not. I'm not actually at like whatever. Like I'm not a massive gambler. I got my sports bet account. Like you know, I'm just gonna burn them. Yeah. But then I like now that I didn't yeah, do money that, that, I don't have. You so regret you, didn't, you did that now. For oh, some if of if I'd have done that, there's no way I'd be sitting here right now. Absolutely no chance yeah. at all. Yeah. And, and anyone doing marketing for their service, doing that as their primary source of marketing, or like doing I don't know a point spread promotion to make thirty dollars and tell every Tom Dick mm. and Harry to do it. Yeah. Like if that's your marketing, then you need to address your sustainability and defense. But I have a question for Tom that's been from a subscriber. Oh, um, I'll read it out. <laughs> I'll get the DM up. Hang on a sec. So this guy had a question. Um, his name was Shep. Um, he said, he's a new sub. He goes, any advice to those who are starting out with the system and beginning to see profit, but still hear the gambling monster in their ear saying, just find an easy two to one turnover for a little account boost. Like, what do you say to those people? As in, like, they want to just place like, yeah, some, so, like, of, they've some made, of their profits on a 2 They might have made $200 in their first couple of weeks, 1000 for their first month, or 500 for the first month, and then they're like, oh, fuck, I've made 500 Like, imagine if I double it. Like, is, is yeah, it easy? Yeah. It's a little safer. Yeah. Well, the easiest way, and I've had some DMs like this, the easiest way that I try to get it across to them and anyone listening is that that's what you would have done before you came to the system, Right. You, that's exactly what you would have thought. That's exactly what you would have tried to do when you made 100 bucks, 200 bucks, 500 bucks when you won. 
instantly, you know, that's not my money. How can I make more? And we don't do that at the system. We don't tell you to do certain things or to follow certain rules or to bet in a certain way because we like the sound of our own voice. We tell you that because we know it works. So what we say to these people is I would say to him, because mate, what happens if that loses? Mm. There's no such thing as an easy double up. There's not an easy, you can't just double your money. <laughs> and also you've worked fucking hard for that 500 Correct. bucks. We haven't just hit three winners on Saturday. You've made 500 bucks. You've been turning bonus bets over. You've been following properly. You've been sticking to your unit size. You've done a lot of hard work to make that first 500 bucks. And the fact that you still even think about potentially throwing it away at the chance of doubling it, yeah. it's not worth it. And if you keep doing that, we always stress so heavily after, especially after winning days, guys, turn your bonuses over yeah. because they are free money. And whether or not we've made 10 units profit, 50 units profit, no profit, or we've lost five units for the week, that bonus bet is still worth the exact same amount of money if you yeah. do the right thing with it. So yeah, I understand where they're coming from. We've all been in that position. We've got free money. Holy fuck, I didn't lose this week. I've actually got 500 bucks. Let's turn it into a grand. But you know, we want you to be here in three, six, 12 months time. And if you're going to do that every single time we have a profitable day, your results no, will not no mirror ours else. and you'll be significantly worse off in the long run. So yeah, that's a great question and something that a lot of new subscribers grapple with. And after, you know, we follow up with all of them after their first week. And so many of them, I'd say at yeah. least 10, 15% of them say, fuck mate, we had a great day, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. I, I've gambled all of my bonus bets. And you know, I mean, that's, they're way less frequent. I reckon six yeah, months yeah, ago, we'll probably get three yeah, of those a week. And they're less probably frequent, one. But, but it still happens. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, look, we understand that's going to happen. We understand where you've coming from, but we know that if you do this for three, six, 12 months time, you're going to have, you know, hundred, 200, 300 units profit in your pocket. But that only happens if you do things correctly. Yeah. And that's why yeah. all the videos are there. That's why we offer basically 24-7 you know, support. If you send us a message, we get back to you with a voice message. That's yeah. the difference. So obviously, we would have sent a nice voice message to him. But that's that's what you got to yeah. do. Yeah, and I'll follow up actually Mez, who has been a, a resub who has admitted to losing a lot of money when he was away from the system. And he followed up after Saturday. He, I want to tie this into the, the Wednesday results from two weeks ago and then the Mooney Valley and the Saturday where we kind of went that little yep. ranging period and then since then, we'll talk about it in a sec. But he was one of the new subs who just subbed and he was essentially like... Returning sub? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, returning sub. Yeah. But he just came in again and yep. he's, he, he was in the chat saying, oh, uh, that's it, I'm unlucky. This is why we're losing losing like that day, whatever. And then after the period of results which have just happened on the weekend, essentially we went 30 units in the last week. Um, and he's come back and said, hey, mate, just want to show my appreciation to you blokes completely. Have changed my way of punting. Even though I've only been with you for like two to three weeks, my mindset has taken a massive switch. Like I just laugh at myself now when I get a temptation to throw money on a favorite horse dog. That's free money. I'm still learning. As I won't lie, I still have put two bonuses on a horse in WA instead of go. converting it. Yeah. Luckily, they have won, but I still get mad at myself for not converting. But yeah, I guess that's part of the learning process. But I am fully committed for the long term here and my mindset will eventually take a full turn. Cheers, lads. So that's a three-month sub. He's re-sub for three months. And I guess it takes time. Like you're not going to go flick like Johnny Drogan and, and completely yeah. change it. Um, it. It literally takes time. It's, it's a grind. Like you want to progress. Yeah. But it's so fucking rewarding when you delete that. Like he, you can see how fucking nice it is reading that. Yeah. So it, for, for, for some people, I've touched on it before and it's like, the difference between emotions and sort of behavior yeah. and 
a lot of people are not even aware that their emotions are controlling their behavior, right? Yeah. So when you come in and have this change of mindset, you know, that's, that's, being, that's identifying what your emotions are doing and identifying how it is impacting your behavior, but then still changing that behavior still isn't easy. And that does take time. You know, here's a perfect example. Yeah. He has changed his behavior. He hasn't got to where he wants no. to be. Not like Johnny Jogan. He's literally gone from, you know, 100 to zero basically with his yeah. change. But at least now Mez here has been able to see all right, the way that I was doing things, that was an emotional reaction and that was impacting my behaviors to the point where it was, you know, hurting losing. my triple bottom line, yeah. losing essentially. So, you know, that's something that we really do harp on mindset, emotions, all related and understanding that, you know, if you take a loss, don't let it impact your next bet. And no. that's what we offer here at the system is a really sort of, that's what structure is. When we're talking about structure, if you want to put an umbrella term on it, that is what structure, because structure means that you cannot go outside of the boundaries yeah. no matter what happens. And this happened in the vlog that we did. You know, we, we did a vlog, you know, filmed like four or five months ago, and we actually had a shocking day. I think we had negative eight or yeah, something. Yeah, negative eight. Like. It was in June, yeah. Um, and, you know, we, the, we were, there was at the start of the video, we were riding a winner. It was an $8 winner, and we were getting a little bit excited and carrying on, whatever. Just and for then, the record, we didn't even bet on any of those horses. No, yeah. So, so that wasn't even, you know, yeah. we're not betting. We're purely invested for the subscribers' sake. You know, we, none of us really bet anymore at all. Um, we're just purely invested, you know, putting all that eggs into, you know, making money for the subs. But anyway, on the vlog, so the by the end of the day, we had negative eight. And you could definitely see, you know, compared to when we hit the $8 winner to the end of the day, we were, you know, we were a little bit flat. We were disappointed. We weren't disappointed for ourselves. We were disappointed for, you know, all of the subs, of course. And a lot of the comments that we got on that video was, oh, these look like a bunch of guys who are betting with emotion, you know. Yeah, punt and losing punts. Yeah, they're telling, yeah. Yeah, they're telling us to not but do But I that. actually wanted that to be... I've, confess i wanted that to be a losing day and you guys are probably looking at me like what the fuck's wrong with yeah, you you always want weird shit mate yeah. no but it shows people that like firstly we're transparent like who the fuck would post an eight minus eight day i reckon that would be in their top 10 worst days ever yeah and we posted our only ever vlog about it it's like almost like what, what what's wrong with you like are you trying to get subscribers or are you trying to tell people that you lose mm. and it's like secondly it actually shows because i knew from that point in time go and check the results from june um 11 and yeah. go see our results and you'll pretty much laugh um, I think we've had three negative weeks since, and it's been about oh, we had like yeah, it was like seventeen like 80 weeks, units, eighty consecutive units after that day. I think without a losing day. Yes, yeah, so seventeen weeks. I think we've gone fourteen positive and three negative. And going back to more recently, this kind of happened not as badly as that, but it it, it kind of was similar because of the way it panned out on Wednesday. I think it was the 23rd it was grand final yeah, so 21st weekend. i think that is 21st of um september um we went zero out of six at, was it sandown or was it combined across a couple of venues anyway we went zero out of six for the day we went minus 4.05 units and i've never seen the chat so bad for a while and we only went minus four there were 23 days that have been worse than that in the history of the 203 days that we've ever tipped and it was like fucking someone died and because we didn't hit a winner for the day. Yeah. And that, that mindset of having to get reward then, as opposed to understanding that this is a long-term system that essentially never ends, infinite end. Like, we had to explain to the subscribers that you don't need to get that winner. Like, it's literally yeah. just a numbers game. We're minus four. The wash. It was just a small wash. We're fucking day. plus 15 at that yeah. point for the month. We ended up plus, or plus 20. We ended up plus 35 for the month. Yeah. But just look at like for some reason they start their day at zero you're plus 20 for the month yeah they all forget the 200 300 units or you're plus in their back 200 pocket. for the year or you're plus 700 670 yeah, for or the 20 fucking, for the month even like literally 
So then Friday night went along, another six races or eight races or six races, minus, uh, zero again, break, break even. even. Yeah. Saturday, break another even. another nine races, break even. So we're sitting at minus four. How but many people have stopped following at this point? Already? I don't know. This is yeah. the thing. But then Sunday happened and Steve um, took control of the ship, saved the company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he sent home four out of five winners at Sandown. Um, and we went plus 13 and the chat was like someone has just fucking won the lottery. But that's like, yeah, and we use that as the perfect example with all the weekly follow-ups. It's like, this is where you remove emotion because so many punters would have been like, even subscribers, I have no doubt, would have got to Sunday morning and been like, nah, we're on a cold streak. You know, it's just not, it's just not our weekend. We'll cop the loss and, you know, I'll come back on Wednesday or I'll wait till they start backing a few winners before I follow again. And that's, you know, emotion. That's thinking you have control of the situation. Yeah. That's you, you know, going outside of the structure. As you said, that's, mm. you're going outside of the lines there. You're, you're breaking yeah. the rules, right? And you can do whatever you want, but if you follow the instructions, you follow the rules. And again, we on a Saturday, we usually tip into what? Anywhere from 10 to 20 races, right? We only tipped into like 25 races across the whole weekend, but it was just spread across four days. Yeah. Correct. And so it was very hard for them because if, if we're minus four after the first three races on a Saturday, no, not many people will jump off, right? Because nah. like, fuck, we've got... He's 18 more. races left guys you know and if they took that attitude on wednesday and go oh we still got 18 races we left this week nobody's jumping off but it's because the end of the day right we didn't get a winner today we didn't get a winner for three days whatever we didn't get any profit for three days fuck you're on a cold streak then you don't follow sunday you miss out on 13 units you know yeah. you miss out on going plus 10 for the week and the only thing that cooked you was your own emotion like you Literally. just couldn't remove emotion from that situation so i actually thought about this we, we talked about this on last week's podcast and I, I said one thing but i'm actually going to change what i said um and i'm gonna I, i've been thinking about it during the week i see i see this as sort of a positive thing right so obviously this stems from people having too high of expectations um you know they they expect to you know we, we particularly we had a period in july or it was july when we had our biggest month plus 58 we had yeah. yeah plus 58 units and we went three weekends in a row where we went plus 15 plus 15 plus 15 and classic jp's like we need to have a fucking losing day to, yeah <laughs> to literally like, i want people to lose to wake up because the more they lose up. and they start progressing more that way yeah but like obviously like we don't actually want anyone nah, to lose yeah, maybe it's inevitable does, but, no, like, yeah, no, but but what, what JP meant by that was like, we need people to understand that these days, whilst they are great, you know, and we yeah. love fill-ups, 15 unit days, you buddy beauty, they're not going to happen every single day. And they're just as likely as happening as a day where we go negative six or negative five or something. So take that into account. That's fine. So, you know, understand those expectations. However, what I wanted to add to that was, I see it as a positive that people are get getting frustrated when we have these days of break even, negative one, negative two, because... Unlike the rest of Australia, the rest of Australia, if you break even on a day, you're expect you're pretty happy with that, right? Because once again, touching on what we've already talked about, you're expecting to lose. That's the losing culture. We've actually changed that whole culture within our community. Yeah. Our community has expectations of winning. Yeah, that's everywhere. Ninety nine point nine percent of Australia has expectations of losing within the punt or like on the punt they expect to lose and when they lose they're not even that disappointed because what did they expect they already knew they were going to lose we now get to the point where if we go a negative four day people are like fucking angry because we've completely <laughs> changed that expectation yeah we've, we've now built something where people expect to win which in in that sense i see it as a positive yeah that's i've never thought of it like that but it, it kind of ties into what i want people to do i want them to constantly progress along that spectrum and Fast forward to Wednesday last week, after we've just gone plus 13 on Sunday, we go plus 4.6 on Wednesday, we go plus 12 on Saturday. We've gone plus 30 on Sunday, Wednesday, Saturday. It's mental. And if you jumped off at yeah. minus four, minus four is not even, it's a fucking 4% of your bankroll, 8% yeah. if you're really aggressive. Bro, you just missed 30 units. 
Like you've lost if because you couldn't hold like keep it. Keep just it fucking follow it, yeah. and we'll guarantee you'll win. And it's I did this massive like inspirational attempt speech. <laughs> Tom reckons people to run through walls after it on Saturday. I was pumped. Like we just got on plus twelve. We got on plus twenty nine point eight for the for the last six days. And I said, look guys, like fucking well done for like sticking around. Welcome to spring. Let's fucking load. Let's lock and load. <laughs> lock and load. <laughs> and Tom's messaged me pissing himself, and he goes, mate, they're all gonna go run through walls. <laughs> And I well, was that's like, like when people say like you guys, you know, you say not to be emotional. We we're still like passionate. Like, nah, fuck. We, we want to fucking win. make people money. Fuck and, and the <laughs> fuck best, them. yeah, fuck the bookies. And the best thing is though, like from and I sort of understand where JB is coming from. When when we have like really nice periods after a losing period, yeah. it's as you said, it's like fucking well done because six months ago when you weren't following us, you would have fucking just kept Literally. donating. You would have kept punting. We had a you would have been in such a worse position. The fact that you've got through that little rut. Yeah. And now you yeah. got 30 units profit to like enjoy it. It's like, not even, it wasn't even appreciate it was, the good times. Yeah. And it was also like I think it was seven weeks ago we went minus 10, fourth yeah. worst day ever. Like you were depressed. We had to refund <laughs> 24 people during that 30 day period. There's a three day out overlay where people were refunded and people were wondering like why we didn't refund all 400. It was because only the subscription period for those subs went through there. 16 out of 24 are still around, they've gone plus fucking 60 or plus something 61, since then plus 61.4 like yeah. it's just like who remembers that no no one and in like on that day there would have been subscribers who unsubbed or got angry and stuff and it's like we didn't care like because we know it's going to turn around but you just need to just zoom out and just yeah. look at this whole period like I, I would say look at it in three month blocks yeah don't look at it in months don't don't even look at it in like yeah weeks or months look at it three months and say i'm following this for three months and i'm not breaking the rules for three months and if I don't make profit during that period, which we know you're going to make profit, we've got a 30 unit guarantee on a three monthly new sub. Yeah. Like then I can assess. Don't look at it in a day. Don't look at it in a week. Don't look at it in a month. Just three months and then fucking we'll just thank, you, thank yeah. us later. You, you don't have to thank you us. Won't Count your pockets, use your money wisely and, and fuck the book. So to wrap us up, obviously we're in spring. We're in the peak of spring. We've had an absolute fill up the last week. Do you want to just quickly touch on results, Steve, over, you know, the yeah. last maybe... What, when was the last time we did a podcast? Maybe the results of the last couple oh, of months and then we'll probably it was wrap it up. probably like July-ish. We, we, we had our worst month ever followed by our best month yeah. ever. In the middle of that month, I think. Yeah, okay. So, was, I mean, you, you've sort of touched on it yeah. a bit. Obviously, this this losing week that we had or this losing period was, yeah, I think seven weeks ago where we had a negative 10-unit yeah. 10, 10 week or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, since then, we've gone plus plus 61 units over the last six weeks. So that's, you know, 10 units profit a week. Um, on average, and that's at 65% turnover. Obviously, some people are getting higher than that. And if you look at it from a yeah, like a, a simple like monetary value, you know that's $600 people on a $10 unit size, or you know $50 unit size. That's three grand over the last six weeks. And like these are real numbers. These are very achievable numbers. A $50 unit size is very achievable. So it is really nice to see. I've got a, one of my mates is following. He messaged me before Saturday. And he's messaged me and he's on a $50 unit size and he's like 1700 in September Who's already. This? Uh, his name's Moore. Moore? Yeah, Moore. <laughs> it's fucking Moore. That's what I call him. Oh, sick. So what, what's, is he platinum? No, he's not platinum. No, no he fucking shouldn't be following the rules Moore. on a $50 unit type. Fuck no, it, no, no, fucking I'm, Moore. If you've I've told, told him. him I've if told you've told him. him I've, no, right. I've, I've told him I'm like, mate, jump in. But Yeah, nah, uh, fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, so he, he's obviously, he's enjoying it. These are real numbers. These are yeah, very yeah. achievable. But like this, this isn't anything that we, you know, we didn't, ex you know, we expected this, you know, after we had that losing yeah. day off, you know, 35 units in, in September, you know, that's just above average. So it's not like we're, we're, we're seeing beach balls at the moment. No. You know, we're obviously doing well. 
Um, but we've had another nice day on Saturday as well. October's got off to a really good start. But we fully expected this with spring. You know, the beauty of spring, the more promos in spring allows us to be more flexible in the way that we tip. It allows us to be more selective in the way that we tip. It doesn't mean that we've been tipping, you know, brashly in the past, but it means that we can be a lot more selective now and really, um, you know, focus in on where the higher EV is yep. as, as, as opposed to in winter when there's less promos, but yeah. we still want to be turning over a profit. Um, you know, once again, it doesn't mean that we're, we're, we're tipping things we shouldn't in winter, but we're just a lot more selective now purely because it means we can tip into yeah, more there's races. More variety, more there's more variety. There's more units being outlaid across a large number of day, greater flexibility, ultimately more profit as well as that. You've also got followers who are following and they're getting bonus back to fourth, fifth, sixth, tenth, any race, any, yeah, position, any position sometimes. Um, and so there, most people I would probably estimate are getting an extra probably two or three units worth of bonus, I reckon, every single Saturday. Um, you know, and that's, you know, that's already what, that, that's an extra 2.1 units if they're getting three units bonus roughly. Um, so, you know, that's, that, that definitely adds up. So it is a really nice time to be involved 100%. It is Christmas and it's only going to be heating up as we continue to go on. September started well. And I would say, what well, when does, is it really sort of Melbourne Cup is the last sort of well, day of spring? I, I was actually, we were speaking about this last week. It really just rolls through. Like yeah, it's gonna there's be, no sports, so they have to keep it. The they just momentum roll through. Going. Like obviously, we're gonna have like Vic Carnival, but then there's gonna be mm. like WA Carnival, there's Queensland Carnival. You know, first couple of, Magic Millions is the first yeah. couple of weeks yeah. of January. It kind of really doesn't stop, and then it gets into winter when it peters yeah. out a little Probably bit. Like but like May even like autumn, like down. you know March, April, we're still gonna have Group One racing. Yeah. Like the, the next six seven months is really a massive part of the racing calendar, and then obviously it's gonna die off a little bit during winter. It's still you know I'm just looking at last year's results like in winter. Seven and a half, twenty nine point three, twenty five. So we've still picked up another fifty five units, like during winter. Yeah. Like it doesn't stop. There's still profit on the table. It's just obviously a little bit different, as you said. Like us being able to be more selective or being more aggressive where we want to, where there's more EV, and knowing that our subscribers have more more edge in the market. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a we're in a great position. It's fucking sick to have four. I think last spring we had like 190 subscribers, I think, maybe, around about that following. Yeah. Yeah. The fact we've got 400 now is awesome. And yeah, yeah I can't wait to I see I think the 400 the as well has become better subs. Like, just to say, like, we've probably got 300 really good subs now as opposed to just having people who fly Floating in and out. out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people buying weeklies here and there, we, we say this correlation between, like, the people who eat for long-term versus not on a weekly is pretty high. Like, they're not watching the videos. But, yeah, if you are a subscriber, you've never had a better chance or a potential sub, never had a better opportunity to get the best content. We've just updated five new videos on the member section. Brand new so website. if you do subscribe, please listen and watch every single second of every single video before you even think about putting a bet on because we've put our worked our asses off it took me three months to make the first one two months to make the third one um and these boys were rinsing me for Just a long a time yeah, a couple of weeks away. i literally was Maxie saying a couple of weeks up. for literally like <laughs> three months Maxie. yeah Maxie. so do the fucking work and you'll get paid later because as i said build the foundation properly on your house don't build the the house without the foundation because it'll fall down so I think we'll leave it there. If you want to, got a discount code. Yeah, for I've it. got one. I've, obviously, we're doing this is the uh, the podcast replay this week. So <laughs> I know what. Oh, I had a better one, but I, uh, I don't know if we want to do it. Nah, don't do yours because yours will be stupid. So replay. We'll do replay ten <laughs> replay for this one. 10, I'm happy with that. For the end of the podcast, oh, I had a better one, which would get more subs. All right, what is it? Do you want to do it? Yeah, do Simo it. Simo ten. Nah, that's stupidity. <laughs> that is stupidity. I hope this stays in the podcast. You're a fuckwit, yeah. and we'll see you next time. Shout out to the <laughs> shout out to the couple of lads that I ran into in Richmond the other night yeah, as well at the, the Dirty Swan. On yeah. the train who I gave a free month to, you didn't fucking join, so you're missing out. You missed out on 30 units, literally. Where are you? All right, see ya. See ya. Cheers, guys.